30 seconds. Yeah. What's up, everybody? How's it going? It's going okay. Going good. Going great. Oh my. Ben, Ben, just go ahead. Just start us off, Ben. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired, man. I've been up since 6 a.m. I'm actually pretty, uh, it takes always up since 6 a.m. I went to bed at 6 a.m. I uh, usually don't wake up that early. And if I do, a nap is is in order. And today, uh, I didn't have to nap. So I think I think I might have elevated to the. I think I might have evolved. You're, you're next, tired. Dude, you're becoming you an adult. Nap. I'm tired. So it's what? nine. It's ten forty three. Yeah, I've been up for sixteen hours. Like, so yeah. I didn't take a nap. I'm tired. I'm better than everybody else. Been <laughs> <laughs> up for sixteen hours. Then I'm allowed to get tired. I think that's that's. You know, sixteen hours that. and eight hours sleep is like the standard for most humans, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now's about the time. Sixteen hours. Yeah. It's about time to get tired, right? Yeah. For, yeah. yeah for sure. uh, I, I was getting a little drowsy around uh, eight, and but I've been pushing through. So. Not so bad. Yeah. But I did say okay. I didn't say it was bad, and it wasn't coded. I'm okay with okay. Okay is okay to me. I, My video is chat. Things have to be really great for me to say uh, good or great, I think. So, uh-oh. You went live. Well, Everybody can still hear me. It's fine. Yeah, but the stream I'm says really... no. It's, no, it's because I swapped to a different screen, so people wouldn't have to see uh, all of my friends and their names. Okay, fair We're enough. fine. Uh, the video was, the video I put was all that stuff out there anyway. Your address is out there. Everything. You're good. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fine. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually did that one time while streaming. <laughs> For at your old place, yeah, because like some dude was talking shit, and he's like, "I'm gonna come whoop your ass." I was like, "Yeah," and I just started listing like the numbers. And you're like, "Dude, seriously, stop!" Like, no. <laughs> of Hampton, I was like, "Bitch." <laughs> <laughs> We're not that off. Come right now. <laughs> right now, let's go. I'm, I seem to remember a time where there was some like terrorist threat or something, and Navy SEALs were like, "Oh yeah, you want to threaten somebody? Here's my home address." And I was like, "That seems super ballsy." Like, yeah. That seems dumb. <laughs> Did you send your kids on vacation? You jerk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Ben uh, answered how his day's been. How's your week been? The past uh, seven days. Uh, not the oh, past, right. Not the past three days. Yeah. <laughs> it's only Wednesday. So. I mean, I'm on this week. Um, yeah, I mean, it's fine, I guess. Pretty cool. Uh, I did some research for the show, so I got some stuff to talk about. But by and large, the last seven days was just sort of, I don't know, it just sort of happened. I did play a lot of games on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, though, so that's kind of nice. I was able to relax a little bit. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, I mostly threw my uh, fitness certification. Mm-hmm. I think all the hard stuff's gone, so that feels really good. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right, somebody else talk about themselves. Like, my yeah, whole week has been waiting for deliveries. So <laughs> we ordered. We had to get a new oven because it broke, and we have a wall double oven, and blah blah blah. We go to Home Depot. They lied to us. A week, two weeks later. Uh, yet two days ago, I had to wait for the installer to come measure. Today, I had to wait for the appliance to be delivered. Tomorrow, I have to wait for the plumber to put the dishwasher in. And then whenever, I have to wait for them to come install the oven. So I have a huge oven in my kitchen just sitting there. So that's my week, waiting. That sounds fucking awful. I'll do it all for $6, but it will be $6 worth of quality. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it all shitty. Just pay me shitty. It'll be fine. Work, equal work for whatever. Uh, Sarge, how's your week been, homie? 
Uh, it's been super good. Uh, the on Sunday, I got to get all of my car parts put on my car since my hand is of tip top shape now. So I got to lower my car. Uh, I got to put my shifter linkages in and stuff like that. So that was super fun. Um, but other than that, just been chilling, like a playing villain. games like a just villain. Dude. How many uh, inches did you lower your car? Uh, two. Nice. Yeah, kind of mirror the old. I, I could go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could go lower, but I'm gonna try it out. I already bought them out on my driveway, so I don't want to have to. I was about to say, are you scraping or just really rough ride? Ooh, a little bit there, of both. Is that a big old Thanos? Nice. Dope. Yeah, I've never taken. I never take them out of the box, and uh, the box I bought it from is like trash. So figured it'd be a nice little backdrop, little. Yeah, yeah. Well, Thanos watching. I got a, I got a new statue today. Speaking of new little collectible things to display, boom! Oh, that is awesome. I think I saw that. Nice. Wow. That, yeah, that was at uh, GameStop, right? Yep. Jeez, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's dope. It went on sale today, so I got it for seventeen dollars. It was like sixty. That's all right. That, that's all a right. hell of a sale. Yep. Yeah, that's great. The good deals. The good deals. My week's been all right. Um, I, uh, my wife and I have had a pest control specialist with uh, traps on our roof for a couple weeks. Not the specialist himself. Is tra- the traps just hanging out? <laughs> so you just admitted to murder. <laughs> like we have a specialist trapped in our attic. No, he never gets no, out. He, uh, he had some uh, like he had some rodent traps, some uh, squirrel traps on the gutters. Because there was a, apparently a spot between like the gutter and the roof where they'd carved out a little hole and been crawling around. And the man and I heard him in the bedroom one night. We we're like, well, "That's weird." So they got two like the first day the traps were out, and then for like a week and a half, fucking nothing. And we kept hearing some shit. And he kept checking. He couldn't figure out where it was coming from. And then this earlier this week, he found out there was looked like there was some debris in the gutter further towards the front of the house. So there was probably another spot where they dug in. So we closed up the first one and moved the traps down, and we got another squirrel yesterday. So I think we have deported the whole family of squirrels to a park somewhere, um, and things will be fine. So that's fun. We're going to wait for the bill, though, before we tell like, how fun it really was. Like the park where your dogs go your when dogs they get too old? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, very humane, very humane. Um, <laughs> rodent control so like they catch them and take them to like tower grove park and let them out where there's trees and shit where they can be family again so um (laughs) that's a thing i also had to tell my wife today that i saw the squirrel coming home one night at like nine o'clock and forgot to tell her in the morning and so when she called after work that day when she saw it when she got home the guy came the next day so there's a squirrel there like a day and a half and she was very mad at me (laughs) she was like you mean there's a squirrel in a trap over two nights and I was like, Yeah, I forgot. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. It does suck. For the squirrel. Yeah. 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 But Mark the guy that does the, the road removal. Mark the Mark, squirrel. Mark oh. <laughs> did say it was fine. I called him to make sure because my wife is incessant. I kill dragons in games and she's like, Oh, he's just hungry. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, 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 wait. So you said bitch? So you said yeah. bitch? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> response to that, I do. Yeah. <laughs> we do it to each other a lot. We we make we, we call each other bad names. Um anyway. Anyway, enough with how our weeks have been. How has this week in the video game news been? 
Um, man, there's a lot of stuff. Let's talk about the bummer thing first, which isn't kind of really a bummer, but is kind of a bummer. Um, E3, I guess, announced that they plan to continue plans for their show in June, despite the fact that LA declared a state of emergency. Oh, wow. Which is well something. That's kind of odd. Well, a lot of people are pulling out of like a lot of festivals, like South by Southwest is getting hit by like yeah. people dropping mm-hmm. off. Um, Emerald City Comic Con, a bunch of big sponsors are pulling out. It is it's not now. It's not a time for a bunch of people from all over the world to get together. No, definitely not. Definitely not. And um, it's interesting because like we just had packs impacted by it. Like Sony didn't show up the packs, and a bunch of others didn't show up the packs. Not a ton, but still a bunch of others didn't show up. And then GDC, which is a big convention in San Francisco, got canceled completely uh, and is being moved to later this summer. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how long the whole coronavirus thing hangs out. Um, There's some rumors that it seems to be like China's got it mostly isolated now, and now it's up to everybody else to keep it isolated, which is a good thing. Um, It's hard to tell. I am no disease specialist. Um. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy to hear that they're like the, there's a state of emergency of that, but like uh, the Olympics are in Japan this year, and there's not been any talk about like canceling the Olympics. Yeah, like, let's bring let's bring all of the like highest tier athletes to the the country right next door, and there's well, no issue with that so far. But you know, California's like, hang on a second. Technically, they're the healthiest, so they might be okay. (laughs) Schools in Japan are closed for a month starting Monday. They're just shutting down schools. Just, hey, you get a a long spring break. Um, So they're they're definitely taking precautions, but they, I don't know. I think Japan is, Japan and like India, which apparently India is mostly fine, and they're like right next door. Um. They're reacting the way you would see a country who was ready to react to something like this react, and we've been pretty slow about it. We didn't. We only had like seven or eight CDC testing places that were like open when it started landing here, and now we're gonna have thousands because it took us like a month to figure out. Hey, we should fucking do this. Uh, did you see the video from the White House? The press was trying to ask, "Hey, are the uninsured able gonna are are the." Are the uninsured able to get tested? And Mike Pence like closed his notes and just turned and walked away. And the whole staff walked away. And the the reporters like, can the uninsured get tested? And one of the staffers is like, you can yell all you want. We're not going to answer. Nice, <laughs> great. That's or it's you can yell all you want. You're not going to get what you want. Something like that. That's kind of gangster. Like, like fuck, <laughs> fuck your question, dude. Gangster, gangster, stupid. But I mean, uh, definitely stupid, but still gangster. Yeah, it's still, after he said that, there was the glasses and the... <laughs> yeah, the <line>. thug life. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. So, uh, does that in, mean in uh, we're not going to handle it as well as China or people with universal health care? So it's going to be a bigger problem here? Oh, they're probably, you know, probably going to make some money off of it. They're going to find a way and, to monetize yeah. oh, it. And they also voted down a bill to restrict how much money the pharmaceutical companies can charge for the drug. For the antidote or the whatever, yay politics! So they should, they should, so they <laughs> cannot charge whatever they want. Locked out. Yeah, no, it's uh, it. Our medical system is 
choice. It's choice. Yeah, it's, <laughs> choice. it's fucking choice, dude. All right, moving on to better. Fuck moving so on to better and brighter pastures. Uh, how GameStop plans to save itself? <laughs> good, good. Nice. It's closing. It's closing down. That's how it saves itself. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to spend a ton of time over this, um, because we talked about GameStop and their shortcomings a lot last week. Um, but there are experimental stores. There will be a link in the show notes. Um, I can drop this link specifically in the chat if anybody wants to see it. Um, GameStop has plans for updating stores so that there's like bays to play games in and a big tabletop area for people to do tabletop games and moving most of the like we've got game cases against the walls into like a here's the top sellers and then here's a giant LED display you can interact with Hmm. to order things and see what's in stock. Those stores exist. The problem is they exist in like one place, maybe two. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Check this out. See the experimental stuff. Uh, IGN has a pretty good article up that's got a lot of photos, and it looks dope. Is it going to cost it a looks... lot of money for them to do this? Yes. Would that the be the thing. problem that is going to like with hinder it rolling out to like major cities? Like how yes. much money this is going to cost? Because this does look amazing. It's like something that like that me we all talked about wanting to do one day like make a, have a bar that has like this type of atmosphere yep. and energy obviously they wouldn't have a bar but you know wizard wagon in the loop does this you know they have the whole back game room that's popping yep that does look great wow it looks great it looks yeah. awesome yeah yeah I it looks fucking dope i hit the arrow key it scrolls like six pictures have like so the, and, they, and if the they still have fun cool displays i'm there oh so yeah here's the other thing there's four there's four concepts GameStop's testing. GameStop 2.0, which I assume is this. Cleaner, more accessible retail space with couch co-op gaming on large TVs, hands-on accessories, tabletop <clears throat> gaming, and up to a dozen gaming bays where people can sit down and play PC, Xbox One, PS4, Switch. That's this one. GameStop Social has two couch co-op gaming setups, 36 gaming bays. Wow. Um, it's designed for watch parties, esports tournaments, coding classes, vacation camps, birthday parties, and more. GameStop Retro, which, if you need me to describe that, uh, yes. you're wrong. And then <laughs> this one will be, this one will pique your interest, Tech. GameStop Pop. Shut up. Whoa. Designed with a hardcore collector in mind. There are still games and couch co-op gaming, but the, sh- but the shelves are filled with expensive gaming collectibles, apparel, accessories, and pops. Yeah, sign me up. I'm with that. So, so I, we, we maybe talk about- they can't have how many stores they have now, Caleb? Six thousand. Yeah, maybe you can't Around. have six stores anymore. Yep. Me right. and my buddies were talking about this. Like IKEA has a store every couple hundred miles. And right. it's an event. You go because it's something cool to do. And if GameStop has six thousand stores and we counted twelve in the St. Louis metro area. Yeah, come on. And then, uh, and if you count out to like West County and like Wentzville, it's like fifteen or sixteen. Uh that needs to be four. Tops. They need to shear like two thirds of their stores, six thousand down to two and a half thousand. Use all the extra money that you're saving to. It's a lot of workers. But are they uh, the store hours? Is that going to be like, uh, like, it's going to go over well with the customers who want this? Like their store hours? Is that going to work? Like are they close to like eight, some nine, some nine. Are my store closes at nine? I would imagine that you would see stores open later for sure. Right now we're ten to nine o'clock every day, but Wednesday or Sunday and the Sunday we're eleven to six, and uh, you 
you could arguably be open, you know, 10 to 10 or 12 to midnight, just 12 to 12. Move mm-hmm. it back a little bit. You don't need to be getting shit. You don't need to get your games at 10 in the morning. Fuck off. And Saturday, you could be open 10 to midnight. That's fine. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting. I also wouldn't want to be at GameStop at midnight unless they were willing to invest in some kind of on-site security. Yeah, I was going to mention security being yeah, an issue. Especially with, I mean, I don't <clears throat> think you can do an esports tournament anymore without having security. Yeah. Being as that Madden thing happened a couple of years ago and like that's yeah. just a problem our country is dealing with overall. I don't expect to have a place holding tournaments that are competitive and for money or whatever that late and not have security. Um, but that's a whole other argument. Now, what, go ahead. Can they do this in malls? Like, is it possible to even have this concept inside of a mall? Because most a lot of GameStops are in malls. Yeah. The so yes for the concept, no for the hours. Most malls. It, are it, yeah, it needs to be like an external store, something with yep. both entrances. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it's external facing, then they can be open as late as they want. But the yep. ones that I've seen in St. Louis are all built into the malls, so they'd have to close when the mall closes. What about how they monetize it? How do you monetize all these games? So the, the conversations, the conversations are, are around altering the pro membership to being monthly if you want to could participate in this, That's and cool. the the levels that you pay monthly determine how many like hours you have to play so if you pay ten dollars a month you get 10 hours a month to play if you pay twenty dollars a month you get 40 hours a month to play or something like that where you get to come in and use an allotted amount of time and you can use it all in one day if you wanted or you can spread it out and you know go once a week for four weeks and put two hours in each time and get your money's worth or something mm-hmm. like that so i pay 15 dollars a month and i have unlimited time because well, xbox yeah. live but you're not doing tournaments in big open, big open planned areas full of people and, and competing like that. And which, I mean, that could be cool. I don't know. The reality is they have to survive until they can implement this. And I don't think that's nearly as feasible as the implementation itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Let's move through these. Let's move through these. A uh, new Star Wars game accidentally showed up today. Uh, um, well, let's, let's qualify. It didn't exactly... Like so yeah, it was found. Right. It was data mined. There was right. a, a, what it was. A, it was in the UK. What what a PlayStation Network, a PSN site, store database for the UK store was data mined, and someone found a placeholder for a game called Star Wars Project Maverick, which we knew that EA was working on a couple of place uh, a couple of Star Wars titles. The first being the follow-up to Jedi Fallen Order, which was very good. If you haven't played it, you should play it. Um, we know we're getting a sequel to that. Uh, but the second was under wraps. Not many people knew about it. And so this is kind of a confirmation that it's still a thing. I don't think there's a date tied to this. Which thing. one do you think is still a thing? Which which, which, Star, which Star Wars game do you think is still a thing? Like a canceled one is still a thing? or No, there were... like there, EA's been canceling Star Wars projects for years. Right. And they canceled one relatively recently, and people thought it was Project Maverick. And then this shows up. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I don't think anybody knows what Project Maverick No, no, no. We don't know what it is. They, we do know that it's being made by the guys that made Battlefront. Um, is that DICE, right? EA Motive. Oh, hmm. I thought DICE was the developer for that. It was both. Um, okay. 
Yeah, the the rumors are that it's going to be a smaller, more unusual project at EA Motive in Montreal. Well, Interesting. Yeah. I don't know kind of what else they're in charge of or what they've done. So yeah, look, look that up. Look that up. Yeah. Motive Studios. Yeah. Definitely. We had a conversation last week about what kind of Star Wars shit we wanted, so there you go. Yeah. We want more Star Wars, and we're starting to see it, maybe. Yeah, this might so. expand upon on something different. I, I need more information. Well, I get excited. I know people yeah. see that, that sure. artwork and probably got excited, but yeah, I need a little right. more what information. If, what if this Project Maverick is like a dogfight game, and it's Maverick based on Top Gun? Oh my god, that's actually a really good theory. That'd be sick. Yeah. Maverick, Top Gun, dogfighting. If we get X-Wing versus TIE Fighter... Uh, uh, oh, that would be a smallish game, you know, just a simple PvP space battle game. Yep, unusual like, like because a, it's only dogfighting and games don't come out. 4v4 and asteroid fields and shit. That's the fucking <laughs> bro shit you just threw out there. I like that. Yeah, that's that's genius. And and Maverick now makes sense for a development title. 100%. You're, you're hearing it here first, folks. Project Maverick. You're hearing it first. It's an X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. I need to get like a sound bite that's like world premiere. So you <laughs> so can break news and shit. That's dope. I'm excited about that now, but that's... I'm excited yeah. about the idea of it. Well, I'm excited about what it might be. But Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, keeping it in the family, as those in... Never mind, I'm not going to say where. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront 2 added a shit ton of content. Tech and Ben, you guys have played this a bunch, right? I've played it recently. Tech, uh, did you get into Battlefront 2? Right yeah, I, I, uh, I played it a bit. Played it a lot. Not a lot. A bit. A lot of bit. <laughs> a lot of bit. A lot of bit. Somewhere between a bit and a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, a, little, like a little bunch. A little, um, little lot. So, <laughs> let me just read the first line of this Game Informer article. Andrew Reiner, I know you write good stuff, but yo, homie, this sucks. Star Wars Battlefront <laughs> 2 has quietly transformed into a success story, moving from the microtransaction-heavy bowels of the Sarlacc pit mm, Come on. to hold on to the comfy seat of a soaring X-Wing carrying a payload of free content. And we'll get past that now. Um, X-Wings don't carry payloads. Unless they're firing rockets or, to- or bombs, proton bombs, torpedoes. Mm-hmm. That's a payload. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a payload. It is on a jet? Yeah. Ooh, anyway, got him. The Ooh. game's latest update. <laughs> Ooh, boom, got him. <laughs> boom, roasted. Uh, the game's latest update dubbed Age of Rebellion is impressive in size. Focusing on the original trilogy, players can now play cooperatively on the classic locations of Moss Eisley, Yevon 4, Hoth, Jabba's Palace, Endor, the Kessel Mines, and Death Star 2. That's a fucking ton which is awesome. As an added bonus, DICE is making co-op play available on the prequel-era capital ships, the Venator and Dreadnought. Um, This update also introduces the Ewok Hunter as an infiltrator unit with a bow and arrow, and the ISB agent, a dual-wielding infiltrator. So, yeah, Um, you can can play as a mother-effing Ewok, you guys. (laughs) You you could throw this, like, satchel of, like, like lightning bugs that confuses them. Uh, you got a bow and arrow. Uh, what else did I see? Oh, there's like a horn. I forgot what the horn did. I think it reinforces your friends or something. But it's like, remember that sound? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks awesome. That's dope. Yeah, I, d- I definitely uh, needed to redownload this. Yeah, I had fun, man. I found a new strategy, and, and as we're going to be talking 
uh, spoiler about strategy in the future, possibly. Uh, there's a definite strategy to this strategy to this game where you're, you know, it's real easy, sort of like Titanfall, to just run and die, run, die, run in the middle of shit and die. But then, if you just don't be such a bonehead and hang back and rely on teammates, you can like stay alive for a good amount of time. You might not be getting kills like, you know, but you can stay alive long enough to cause some damage and get that uh, that meet that the points up to get a hero unit. Yeah. So and it helps your team when you do that. It doesn't yeah, help your team you when you run out and, and get murdered. Team player. Yeah, running yeah. around being cannon fodder ain't helpful. Yeah, you just have to, you just it, have to run faster. No, yeah, you, you gotta put your head forward and your arms back. I think <laughs> I think you misunderstood. I meant no run at all. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> um, uh, players can also bring new weapons into the fray, such as new blasters, the E11D, which I think is the normal stormtrooper blaster. Let me see. Uh, the DL-18, which is that, like, scoped one, as well as the T-21 Heavy and Cycler Rifle. Uh, Heroes and Villains skirts the classic trilogy to add playable maps set on the MC-85 Star Cruiser and the Resurgent class Star Destroyer. Uh, so, yeah, I think some of this stuff is already in play because uh, I was playing the other day on... Uh, uh, what's that really flowery world you saw in Episode 3? Um, and it's in the Clone Wars. Oh, the one with the with the thing with the the big the big legs comes from. Yeah. Anyway, so you start on the surface, you're holding these zones, and depending on who wins those zones, you go to their destroyer. So yeah, it could be, mode. Yeah. So That's it could be uh, a clone destroyer or a trade federation destroyer, and then you have to destroy the ship from the inside out. And then depending on who wins, uh, you have to like get out. It's, it's really cool. It's really neat, like, progressive gameplay. At, like, three or four different, like, uh, stages in one session. Yeah, it goes back and forth until someone wins, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to a buddy about this the other day. Like, you can start on the ground and then go into the trade ship, and they can repel yeah. you and then beat you on the ground and then end up in the clone ship. And then you can repel them, and, like, it goes until someone wins. Uh, which is dope. Which is dope. Yeah, um, but yeah so... Battlefront 2, a game that I played for like four hours and was like, ah, not a fan. Uh, I now feel more and more pulled to come back to. It's, yeah. uh, to, to, to sort of quench your curiosity, it's the same game. It plays exactly like it did before, maybe with some finer tweaks uh, and cosmetics and stuff like that. So the gameplay feel is the same, but there's just so much content now. Sure. Yeah. And lots of people are playing, so matchmaking's fast. So this the reason you didn't like it before might still be there. Sure. But like I said, I think there should be some emphasis on playing a little different. Sort of like uh well like I said with Titanfall the other night, we, we we calmed our asses down and started winning and had a good time. But same thing like Call of Duty, right? Especially in hardcore mode, you get the fire in your veins and you're like, Let me hurry up and run back to where I was killed. And you do that five or six times, you're like, no, slow down, crouch, listen to footsteps, you know. Yeah. You play differently, and you have a better yeah. time, so. 100%. Yep. Oh, boy. See, there is there is ways to talk about fucking strategy in games. Um, I'm going to do <laughs> one sidetrack because I want the last Star Wars thing to be something we talk about a little bit as we go into our bounty section because this has been, it's been on my mind for fucking weeks. Um, or all week, sorry. Uh, but yeah, the sidetrack. Uh, we got to see the Batmobile today. Yeah, we did. Yeah. 
and it is a sex machine. Molto bene. It's very good. Yeah. Tech, what do you think? You know, I, I saw it earlier today. Didn't really give it a, a good look. I'm looking at it now, and I like it. It's, I mean, it looks like a modification that someone would be able to do without having to have too much military yeah. help. Yeah. Which is yeah, this, sure. I think this is more realistic than, you the know, tumbler. the Tumblr. Yeah. You know, sure. like, so I like it. Um, it doesn't look spectacular. I can see him getting stuck in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I think I think we need to see it in action in order to actually get the feel of it. That's kind of how all the Batmobiles are. You got to see it yeah. do what yeah. it does. I also uh, remember this is supposed to be a year one, year two sort of Batman. So we're not going to have a bat jet and all the high gloss, super sophisticated. It's also supposed to be dated like in the 90s or something. But yeah, yeah. so we're not going to have all the super high tech gear. His suit looks pretty high tech, if you ask me, but it's still supposed to be like a patched together Batman at this stage, an early you know, Batman. That, that motor is fucking massive. Yeah, it's it, like half the car. It looks like a muscle car version of uh, Michael is, Keaton's absolutely. Batman. Uh, Batman. Of Michael Keaton's, sure. Yeah, it looks like a, like this muscle up version of that. Hey, I'm like... excited to see this uh, Batmobile in Rocket League. One of my uh... yeah, right. One of my uh, automobile blogs. Blogs. Who the fuck? Blogs. One of the automobile whatevers I follow said, stated it looks like a twin turbo V8. If they had to guess, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, which means it's probably going to sound like the GT40. If I had to guess, it, it says it's a turbine ca- uh, powered car, though. Oh, so it sound like an M1 Abrams. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's I mean, cool. in essence, a Batmobile is just a car that needs to get him to point A to point B with some defense and mechanisms, some rockets, which, and some cool yeah. shit. But that's it. You've no. lived in New York. That's not how you get around. No, he's not. He's gonna be in traffic. He's gonna be on the George right. Washington Bridge, <laughs> Holland uh, Tunnel, stuck. Yeah, that's not gonna work. Yeah, it's not. It's not practical. I've never thought of that in my life. <laughs> I've never thought about the fact that somehow when Batman's in the Batmobile, he just gets away around. around. Right. Yeah. yeah. How important is the Batmobile, though? Like, it's a backdrop. It's, it's, it's a prop. Yeah, but it's it's. Everyone, there's, that's a good it's, question. There's a, in battle, a, like does he does he win fights because he has a Batmobile? Like uh, in Batman or Superman, he did. That depends on he where you come from. Not against Superman, but he did against the thugs. He also that beat a lot. On, that was a dope scene. Yeah, he also beat a lot of people up in Batman Returns. He's just straight yeah. killing people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in the game, Arkham City. I was gonna say that depends on where you look at it because yeah. in Arkham Knight, the Batmobile yeah. converts into a tank with riot. No oh, man, bags. Yeah, that f- kill people, but still, <laughs> right? Pain bags. <laughs> yeah, it's a turret. You can like shoot people with it, and they're like, "Oh, I was so hurt." It's like, "No, nah, motherfucker, you dead." <laughs> oh, I'm not dead. If you're not dead now, you will be. Fun fact: there was an actual like clinical physician who watched gameplay of Arkham Knight and was like, "There, that guy's gonna die. He's not dead now." <laughs> But that kind of brain injury, and he's going to sit in the dumpster for 12 hours, he's fucking dead. <laughs> it's very good. Um, yeah, I guess it depends on the scenario and the, and the movie. Because the I would argue the Michael Keaton Batman, Batman uh, movies, Batman movies, didn't uh, use the Batmobile much, but for, ooh, look, he's going somewhere. Yeah. Um, Christopher Nolan used it to destroy civilians' cars. That's pretty much what it did. 
Well, he was jumping yeah. rooftops in the first one. He was jumping rooftops in the first Destroying one. Destroying yeah. civilians' cars. Mm -hmm. and, and houses. And houses. And houses. And he drives through a couple of like kids' rooms and he had to have. Well, Sean Murphy addresses this in The White Knight because they have a. Uh, mm -hmm. Gotham sets up a. Uh, like a Batman defense fund for all the shit he destroys yeah. on a yearly basis. What? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And right. backfire. Yeah. yeah. Sure. No, it's sexy. I want to see it in action. I want to hear it more than I want to see it. I do want to hear it. Sound design it. has to be amazing on that movie. Gotta be. That, need, that thing needs to turn on and it needs to be intimidating. Yeah, exactly. Watch watch fucking Ford v. Ferrari. The sound of that fucking GT40 when it turns on the first time hurts, and I yeah. love it, and it's so good. It's good. Um, that movie didn't use any CG for its for its car it did, filming. It didn't, and it looks like it, and so that's crazy. Yeah. I, I thought I was watching that movie in the theater, and I was like, man, it would have been cool with less CG. And I find out they used all crane shots. I'm like, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's bananas. And speaking of not using CG. Have you guys seen how the fucking Mandalorian was made? Wow, dude, that was a great segue. You know, I really hate yeah. when people do that when it is a good segue, and <laughs> Thanks, then they fucking point it out. <laughs> I appreciate it, but yeah. have you guys uh, seen Yes, yes I have. Yes. When did you learn of this? Uh, I don't know, a few months ago when the article hit, but... I don't want to ruin it for everybody, so go ahead. So I found out about this at my daughter's birthday. A friend of mine was down here. Um, uh, family member was down here. It was mostly family. So for friends who weren't invited, sorry. It was mostly family. Uninteresting. I get uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want Ryan to be upset. That's all it was. Um, we were talking about Star Wars and shit, and Mandalorian came up, and he just dropped this on me. So Mandalorian didn't use any green screens at all in any of its filming. And when he said that, I was like, dog oh, shit. Do they go to the planets? What do they do? <laughs> right? right? So what they did was they built fucking 1,500 square foot room and then lined it all the way around with 25 foot tall hyper HD QLED screens and then lined the fucking ceiling with them and only had to build the set on the ground and then used the partnered with Epic Games, the guys who make Fortnite, to use Unreal Engine 5 to build a game world around the scene and project wow. it and use these screens to make the backdrop. So every scene where there's like a long distance or when he's in the cave, when he's in the like caverns fighting the bounty hunters coming after him once he has uh, the child or the space station. All that shit is built in a game engine that can be rotated, moved, light sources can be adjusted, characters can be picked up and dropped somewhere else. It's just a fucking game world behind them. Yeah, he said you can like put the sun over there, so they're like click, drag, sun's over there now, and it changes the whole scene because they're just surrounded by screens. That's in fucking insane, dude. Wow. Yeah, yeah. A, that has to be expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, holy yes. shit. Yes. Yeah, but it only has to be expensive once. Yeah. Yeah. Because now you just drop yeah. a new actor in there and change the scene. Probably have to change and it. You, you don't have to fly people to other countries to yeah. to film this one scene in Ireland or like they did for like the actual Star yeah, Wars movie. Yeah, they filmed the whole wow. thing 
at Pinewood Studios in the UK. With, the parall- thing. with parallax movement, that's insane. That makes yeah. sense. As Jeez. the camera moves, uh, as the geez. camera moves, like the the world behind the camera, yeah. because it's in game engine, right. will like move with it to make it make sure that it feels like you're actually there, because they just program that into the software. And I also saw a scene where they had a guy standing in stormtrooper armor for like, uh, what's the people that build the costumes? I guess costumes. Mm-hmm. The 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 costume maker, because my brain stopped. Costume designer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you. When testing things out, would put a character, put a, put an actor in a costume for a character, like the instance I saw was a stormtrooper. And then rather than rendering a whole scene, it renders like a video game where the wall behind them was gray. But you could see the projected square for what the camera could see as it moved around the actor. So you just saw a square of rendered stuff move around as they were rotating around this actor in his costume to get different light and shadow on the costume to make sure it worked out. It's fucking bananas. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's that's first of its kind, I'm sure. 2020, man. Like, imagine being able to license this software from from ILM and starting shared workspaces like there are for the tech industry and placing them all over the... We could have one here in St. Louis. And then you could film The Mandalorian in St. Louis. Yep. And imagine what that yeah. could be if you could rent it out to, to students and indie film projects and like all this stuff. If you had the people that knew how to use the tools, all they would have to do is build whatever world you need, render it, drop it in. And that couldn't have been the whole show, though. What about the indoor scenes? Those are all sets. Most of them are this. Those are the fucking space station that they're in. They used this, and they built a hull of the Starcaster, his ship. Yeah. They built the back half of it. The right. front half of it wow. is rendered, and you can't tell. One line that hops out to me is uh, Favreau talking about how it uh, it it, lim- it shortens the post post production process. That's insane. Yeah. That, that that's a huge amount of time and resources that are non-existent because they're coming up with what they want went beforehand. Yeah. So it, they know what it's going to look like. Final, you know, the final. They don't have to do renders upon renders upon renders of scene. That's crazy. That's, yeah. a, that's a game changer. The defining characteristic of this workflow is that most of the creative work is done in pre-production. Yeah. Instead of wow. post. Yeah, there's a picture of him sitting in the studio with VR headset, like moving the camera around. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. If Where's you watch some of these videos, the guys that would go in and edit the scene. They put on fucking Oculus and use the hand controllers to pick up and move assets and like change the shading in a spot and like walk around the physical space. And then a director looking through the camera can see the person wearing the VR headset in the shot as oh. rendered by like the, the things they're wearing. Just found a YouTube video of it. Yeah, That's <laughs> me too. <laughs> nice. That's what I'm doing too. Uh, I'll do it later. But yeah, I'm gonna definitely save it. that. That's crazy. I'll put it- uh, nobody's watching Twitch, but there you go. <laughs> hey, like, remember, remember when, remember when um, Ian McKellen had that blow up on the set of The Hobbit, where he was like, "I can't do this. I can't see anything. It's all green screens. I can't see anyone I'm acting with. I can't see really? the environment." He got upset because he didn't know how to imagine if he'd been able to be on a set where literally everything that's happening he can actually see. Yeah, and it's not real in quotation marks, uh, but it's better than imagining. 
Yeah, it's better than be like, uh, behind you, there's fire and uh, a thousand people. And you're like, no, there's yeah. not. Most of the Avengers and Marvel movies and, and uh, um, all the Star Wars prequels, one, two, and three, were entirely green screen, basically. Yeah. So. This, this has to help everyone to make a better, like, visual experience as well. Yeah. Like, the on-set, like, on-fly things can be more authentic, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it sounds like a terrible work environment, just sitting there reading scripts in front of green screens. It has to be. Like, that just, it just sounds horrible. Just like, all right, get into character. Yeah, I don't want to be in But if you This is it? Okay. It's amazing how they do a great job with the green screens, and that's that's why they're actors. But I feel like with this, they can be even better actors because there's something to interact with. Yeah. So you can can green screen right behind me. You can look off into the (laughs) you can look off into the distance and actually see the thing your character is looking off into in the distance. Would that necessarily mean they'd be better actors? It just makes the job easier. Just make the job easier. I think if they're gonna, because actors take pride in, in being actors. Like they, their purpose is to deliver this, this, this performance. This will only enhance that performance. No way they're going to start getting lazy because you know everything looks better. Like it, just imagine being on set and seeing that. It's beautiful. Right. Yeah, and they can focus more on <laughs> their performance than they have to focus on imagining it's gonna, what's behind them. It's going to fuck around and put yeah, them in the moment. It's going to put them in that moment for yeah, real, yeah. for real. You know what? Though? It's, like, instead of being like, "This is what's going to happen." Just trust us. We're gonna make it look good. It's just like, oh, this it's shit like, looks great. React to this, yeah, yeah. React to this. They, like, they were be, about... <laughs> yeah, just have like an explosion go off. Yeah, with yeah. like noise that without you knowing it, but you see it. It's like, oh shit! Like, okay. Well, imagine like, those scenes <laughs> from like Saving Private Ryan, where someone's shell shocked and they're getting up and dazed, looking around, and there's there's not explosions and planes flying and people blowing up next to them. It's all fake. Yeah. It's all on a green screen. Now you could put a guy in the middle of a room and go, you just got bombed, and then hit play on just fucking mayhem, and they'd actually be like, oh, fuck, like trying to like figure out what's going on. Like, ugh. Yeah. Imagine Edge of Tomorrow with this. You know, Tom Cruise's yeah. performance was dope, but he'd be insane with this. Yeah. If he can re- truly react like that. It does kind of suck that there's like probably going to be a huge hit. Like, say this takes over. All the people that build sets, you know, like there's this probably this probably cutting out some jobs. It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But you're also always going to have purists like Christopher Nolan who still shoots on 75 millimeter. Right. Yeah. Film. Yeah. They want to build their sets and stuff. Yeah. 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 But then you got jobs for game designers that can come in here and make these digital worlds instead. So you're just replacing jobs, I guess. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, we our country was ninety seven percent farmers once. Now it's two percent, and we figured it out. <laughs> so, right. yeah, uh, it's fucking bananas. I didn't mean to say that to make light of anybody losing their job because of this technology. I hope I didn't sound like that. Um, also, there's a chance that this is because this is ILM. No one else will get to use it, but this, <laughs> and someone else will build a similar. Yeah, technology. they're gonna they're gonna definitely copy this. Yeah. So there's yeah. someone somewhere right now. They're they're making this this set somewhere yeah. else. I'm sure someone's like, "Oh shit, we have Crytek engine. Let's use that." Oh, fuck, Amazon owns the Crytek engine. There you go. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to talk about that at length because it fucked me. It continues to fuck me up when I think about it. Like, fuck, dude. You know what fucks me up? Right. Right. 
That there was a scene where they were talking about filming. Remember when he had to wait at night for that um, that target he was going after uh, out in the desert? That captive, the the chicken. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Michelle Yeoh. Um, they were like, we got to film ten hours of sunset <laughs> in thirty minutes because we That's could like, all right, sun here, all right, sun here, all right, sun here, and if you missed a scene, if you missed a take and didn't nail it. You didn't have to wait until tomorrow because the sun was in a different spot. You yeah. could just yeah. put it back and go, okay, go. Fucking bananas. La La Land was filmed in 15-minute spurts at sunset in L.A. to get the specific, like a couple scenes in La La Land, not all of it. Yeah. But in 15-minute spurts uh, over like three or four weeks for a musical number because it had to be during the sunset because of the colors that happened in the L.A. skyline. And, like, Damien Chazelle and Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone talked about that process being annoying because they'd miss a take by, like, a second. But it was it was a musical number, so they were, like, ten minutes in, and they couldn't start it over. They had to do it tomorrow. And that's all gone. That's nice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure movies like La La Land will not take this technology and use exactly. it. Exactly. So no, yeah. They're Revenant, gonna, La La Land, they're going to... They're going to be fucked. Doing that be, horrible thing. Yeah. They're gonna be the purists that are like, no, it has to be real. See you tomorrow. See, I see you tomorrow. And they're like, but no. Uh, that's it for news, really. Uh, things I wanted to talk about that are on an agenda. Um, it's our bounty episode for the month, so I figured we could talk at length about what we've all been playing. I know Tech's been uh, elbow deep in some some Apex season four. Yeah, um, I know Ryan and I have been pretty deep on A Rocket League and B Call of Duty, um, and Ben and I have been diving back into Titanfall. So there's a lot of stuff we've been kind of nice. canoodling with. Yeah, Titan and Tech's been uh, playing with Titanfall a little bit. Oh, you know what, Tech? I want you to tell me what you think about Titanfall too, because you didn't play it until recently. I did right? play it until recently, and how, and you're such a you've put how many hours into Apex? Uh, I'm almost at a thousand hours in the Apex. Okay, so given I, those two things, just came to Titanfall, a thousand hours into Apex. What does it feel like going to what Titanfall came from? It feels like I'm, what Apex came from. It feels very natural to me because it is it's the it's the basis of Apex, and I didn't know that. You know, like I I forgot forgotten because I didn't play I didn't play Titanfall since the first one when it first came out. Um, it feels really natural. It feels really fun. Uh, it feels just like Apex, except sometimes a little bit better. Because you have these abilities that the Apex Legends don't have. You know, like everyone's a Pathfinder. Everyone can wall climb. Some sure. Can, yeah. can, can do the, right. the, the double jump and the jetpack. Uh, the guns is the fun, most fun part for me because it's literally the same guns. The alternator's in there. Yeah. Spitfire's in there. Like, I know how these guns feel. I know how they work. I pretty much know the, the recoil. It's fun seeing the, the R201, you know. That's, it's, just, yeah. it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seeing like the precursor to the R three hundred one. I remember noticing that the other day. Yeah. Like, oh shit, this isn't the R three hundred one. It's like a gaunter version. Interesting. Yeah, I, I enjoy it a lot. It gives me, um, I think, my love for Apex has given me a lot, a lot of respect for Titanfall too. Sure. What um, what uh, what do you think about the Titans? That's fun. I mean, it's definitely fun. I I don't see how they could ever incorporate that into Apex Legends. Yeah, but no. <laughs> it's very, it's, it's still very fun, you know. Yeah, I remember when uh, Apex came out. I was watching like the dev stream when it was announced that first day, as probably most of us were. Um, 
I remember them saying no Titans, no wall running, and being like, <laughs> I'm not gonna like this, and then playing Apex like crazy for a year, and then making the jump back to Titanfall and being like, oh, these are very separate, very unique spaces, mm-hmm. and I'm, I appreciate Apex has left those things out. Yeah, I remember thinking I was appreciative that Apex left Titans and wall running out way faster than a whole year um but going back to titanfall it's like oh yeah this works better in this mode and i would not i still think we need a hero to show up a legend to show up in apex that's an old pilot and whose abilities are wall running and something else but like i want to be able to wall run in that game again just yeah or jetpack would be dope too yeah the ability the ability to fly a little bit um, yeah, I think, um, I, I, I love the, uh, the progression from Titanfall 2 to Apex Legends. It makes sense the way they did it. I love the storyline, uh, with the Outer Worlds. I, Have you, know, you played this, the campaign of Titanfall 2 yet? Not yet. Oof. Not yet. Man, yeah, super good. there's a mission in there that I want to give you hints about, but I can't. Because it's that fucking good. And when it happened, I was like, What? This in a shooter, and then I got to you get to play around with it, and it's like, oh no, this fucking works. This fucking works. Yeah, it's dope. Um, I'm I'm still super hopeful we get a Titanfall three because I want. I'm pretty certain it's going to happen. Titanfall two formula to continue to develop, uh, and it developed well into Apex, and I think that Apex could be a more broad multiplayer offering. Honestly, team deathmatch would be fun. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think I think it's gonna happen because, like, I I just feel like from what they've said over the years about the developments, the things they're working on. They, I mean, they never said it's done and gone. They yeah. never said we're never gonna make a Titanfall ever again. Well, I think it's gonna happen because of their love of Titanfall. Like this whole universe is based on Titanfall, right. and now they have a lot more money than they would have had with with a regular Titanfall three. Like, if it was no Apex Legends, it was Titanfall 2 and then Titanfall 3. But now they have a, a budget that's way bigger than it would have been had they sure. not made Apex Legends. And yep. uh, clearly, I mean, even with the uh, Hammond Robotics being added in the Season th- uh, 4... Oh, uh, fuck, that's a good point. Yeah, like, they're they're tying it in, and it's purposeful at this point. So I think they're going to go back to it, especially with how much power they have now and how much fans they have now. Like, they can do a Titanfall 3 and probably... Make way more money than it did with Titanfall 2. At this do point, we know when Apex is in the timeline. Uh, it's like 30 or 40 years after Titanfall yeah. 2. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah Bangalore's a, uh, Bangalore's a pilot. Like she's yeah, Bangalore's an ex-pilot. Um, awesome. I don't know if anyone remembers this. Um, but when you first launched Titan or Apex Legends, the general. Um, it it's a guy walking you into a bar, and talking about the games. The guy that walks you into the bar is Kuban Blisk who's one of the main characters of Titanfall 1 and 2. He's mm-hmm. one of the leaders of the the Rebels, not the IMC, but the other guys. Yeah. Uh, or no, he's one of the leaders of the IMC. And uh, it's kind of indicative of the time it came out because we had, like, Elysium and District 9, which, like, projected this South African badass as, like, a leader of a mercenary group in both movies with separate guys. And Kuban Blisk is that. He's a big, burly South African guy that is ruthless and fucks people up. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Kuban is the guy that introduces you to the, the Apex Legends tournament. 
And so, and he's got white hair. He's like older. He's much older. Mm. So they, there's still room in between the uh, apex. Oh my God. There's so much room in between the games and the end of the war that, or the end of two, where the war ended in, in, in between them in the space that we could get a Titanfall three that has Bangalore in it yeah, before sure. she, while, while she's still a pilot. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any other soldiers that would have interacted with each other before that, but G- like Gibraltar's, fam- Gibraltar's family during the during the wartime was like trying to help people. Like it's all yeah. it's literally all tied in. Like all the main original characters are tied in, and obviously they're tr- they're doing that with Revenant where they're going back in the mm-hmm. past, and so it's all tied in. They're gonna they gotta they're gonna have to use it eventually. Like, yeah, I think they in will. Titanfall two, I don't know if you've noticed, there are other simulacrum like like uh, Revenant. Oh, yeah. When you get to pick your faction, there's a couple factions that are led by Simulacrum that are like eight mm, people yeah. that have moved their minds into. Yeah. Um, but they, one of them is Vincent Technologies, and another one's a different company. But hey, Hammond's Hammond doesn't have any Simulacrum in there. But Path, that's also Pathfinder's a Marvin, and we're trying to find his master. Yep. Yeah, he's oh. a Marvin. He's a Spectre. Which. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah, the little specters that drop down and like fuck shit up. That's Pathfinder. Well, there's a there's a Marvin faction too. The last one. Yes. Yeah. And is, don't you interact with a Marvin in the campaign? I don't remember. It's been Have too long. Two? I might be thinking of Call of Duty: uh, Infinite Warfare, the space one where you had a, an AI companion who was yeah very much fucking Pathfinder. But I feel like that was a rip. <laughs> Maybe respawn had it first. Um. Yeah, so speaking of Battle Royale games, Ryan and I have been playing a shit ton of Call of Duty, um, and we'll come back to Season 4 specific stuff tech. That's my bad. I oh, yeah. That. Plus, they got a brand Ryan new mode I, we got to talk about. Yeah, sure. Uh, Ryan and I uh, have been playing a shit ton of Call of Duty, and part of the Season 2 trailer for Call of Duty very clearly shows the introduction of Call of Duty's Battle Royale. And mm-hmm. now the menu has a black bar... In the center, that says classified. Nice. Um, so that's gonna that's gotta launch sometime soon. The season started a week and a half ago, and it ends in thirty three days. So you'd imagine that around day twenty five, it would do it. But I have no idea for so sure. When do you think that would be? Uh, another week. Okay. Uh, yeah. Next week, sometime middle of March. Um, Ryan, do you want to play a Call of Duty Battle Royale? I mean, I played Black Ops 4 Battle Royale, and it was okay. Right. Um, I mean, Apex was... Apex dropped after Call of Duty's, so, I mean, I I, I kind of moved over to that one, over to Apex instead. But I, I played it, and it was all right, but I, um, I think the modern warfare aspect of it is going to be so much better than the Black Ops because, like, there was armor that you could piece together and, like... It, it was really weird on the Black Ops one, um, but I I think that game kind of failed on its own anyway. Black Ops itself, so yeah, it carried yeah. it, it carried over into that battle royale itself. So I don't know. Seeing a very modern one is going to be I think it's going to be super good. <clears throat> but like I'm I'm hoping that these maps have a lot of close quarter combat. I want to see cities that are actually. Or like, I mean, maybe maybe not cities, but like these towns, town, yeah, towns that have you know buildings that or houses that are like our houses, ten feet away, fifteen feet away, that you can have 
10 squads within a two block radius. So what you're, what, you're trying to say, what you're trying to say is you want to finally get escape on, from Tarkov on systems. Yeah. <laughs> you want or that, that or I I want I want freaking firefights out the wazoo. I want I want to be like oh yeah yeah we're getting uh, you know third party. I want to get sixth partied. Like I want <laughs> that to happen. Yeah, Why sure. do you want that? That is the <laughs> worst no, thing ever, dude. <laughs> Third party, third party sucks. But when when the sixth party shows up, dude, everybody's like losing their mind. Like in the third party, the two parties that are fighting are like, "Why are we fighting each other? Let's get this guy." And then they go and kill that guy, like the new group, instead of continuing to fight. But if there's six groups fighting at one time, man, I feel like that would be so much better. But they better not put RPGs in it. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. My freaking mind. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yes, I agree, one hundred percent. Um, I know we talk about Battle Royale a lot on this podcast. We should just call it Bounty Royale from now on. But um, <laughs> how dope would it be to get a melee Battle Royale that's the raid? You just get a tower full of oh, yeah. people and y'all have to fight hand-to-hand. To Shit, survive. that'd be great. What if that was Boxing a game? Royale? That should be a game mode in Call of Duty. Just Yeah, just uh, the Tower of Destruction. And you yeah. just... A hundred people spread out across a hundred floors? Go. That's it, just fucking. Well, hundred floors. That you just you just described the most camping game I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> yeah, they're all just gonna the stay most, on their own floor. <laughs> the most annoying camp game. No, what if the zone changed per floor? No, the yeah, it's on it's on fire from the bottom, and the fire goes up to the top floor. Oh, that's great! And you have to move up to the top every time you oh, walk so, into a room. So all a hundred need to stop, need to start on the bottom floor, and then they have to all run to the top. Yeah. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah, all on the floor. Suck it, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this way to do that. That'd be dope. A constant climbing, fighting, firefight, stairwell game would be dope. Yep. Yeah. But walking into an apartment and some dudes hiding in behind the door would suck. Really yeah, bad. For sure. For sure. That's that's yeah, it'd be PUBG. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. The number of times I would run into a house and be like, I'm safe. And then get sniped and just like, hmm, what else am I going to play tonight? <laughs> How is that even yeah. fun? How is that even fun? We fucked with it for so long, though. It's mean, all we I, had. It was all, either that or had. Fortnite. It's all we had. And we're, we're adults, <laughs> so we're not playing Fortnite. Did anybody in this group? Did anybody? Did you say? What'd you say? We're adults, so we're not playing Fortnite. We're adults. <laughs> You're, you got a unicorn backpack and you're building a wall when you get shot at. No, I'm good. I'm <laughs> good. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't appreciate uh, getting in a fight and then fucking twelve-story you know, building. Person turning into a twelve-story building, like, nah, I don't yeah. immediately. <laughs> when they got, when they brought the freaking grenade that you throw on the ground that actually builds a building for you, it was really stupid. I didn't yeah, know it's that. A, the build of the build like, a fort. Like a, yeah, build a fort. You just throw it down and it puts you in this big fort. Like, oh, okay, like that wasn't hard to do before. They gotta make it easier. Like, yeah, they had to make it easier for the adults that couldn't keep up with the. Yeah. That would be me. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't fuck with that battle royale hardly at all. I played a few rounds with my brother. I tried. I tried too. I tried. Watched him carry me. We brought mom in there too. We all tried. We were all trying to do something different from uh, PUBG. PUBG was so stressful. I was talking. Yeah. To, I was talking to somebody in a random chat, and I was like, "A weight lifted off my shoulders when I stopped playing PUBG. <laughs> like I felt. Yeah. I felt mentally better." <laughs> My hypertension minutes of looting just to die is my, like the worst. My, my hypertension went away. My blood pressure dropped. My hypertension, yeah. My hypertension. 
I'm a better, I'm a healthier person now. I'm a better father. <laughs> hey man, calm down about that. No, uh, that's true though. Um, so tech, back to you. Uh, Apex season four. I'm a bad person and haven't gotten into it yet. I need to. What system, is the hat? System override. Uh, it's a two week event, and they always they always have like a bunch of stuff that you can buy. Um, that they yeah. want you to buy. It usually costs about 150 for all of it, which is way too much, but whatever. Um, and the game mode is simple. The uh, tw- Every 24 hours, the, the the zones is the same, and all of the loot is the same for tw- uh, for 24 hours, um, which makes it an interesting game uh, as far as, like, you know where the circle's going, you know what worked last time, you know that if you go here, you get this loot. But I think that the star of the show is the evil shield, which is an evolving shield, you pick it up, it's white with 125 tick. You do a certain amount of damage, it levels up to the two, 225, so 50. And then it keeps going up till past gold. So you can get it all yeah, the way it turns up like to red. Yeah, right? you get it all the way up to red. Uh, there's a problem with it though, because as soon as, like, say you're fighting someone and you do level up, your whole screen gets changes color to the, the new color. So it's kind of like too much of a muzzle flash. That's the only kind of downside of it right now. But it's pretty fun, and it's something that they may add to the game permanently, which it would be pretty dope. Yeah, but it's only for good players. You have to be a good player. To, you have to be a good, confident player to pick it up, because you can go get still get a gold, but or purple. Yeah, but like if you pick this one up, you have to get kills for it to be better than the gold one. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, but it's, um, yeah, it's a fun mode. How is Revenant? I don't like Revenant. And why not? I don't. F- I don't find him useful. Um. Mm. Tonight we won three in a row. I think one of the last the last win was a uh, reverse of Revenant, and he pops out. So the like his his ultimate is Death Totem. He hits the Death Totem. Everyone on the team can hit it, and he uh, some he basically respawns if he gets killed, um, but he respawns with one HP. I mean that's easy to stop. Like he, so he so wherever he, wherever the Death Totem is, he'll transport back to the Death Totem, and then he has one HP. So either he heals yeah. up or he gets back in the fight. If he gets yeah. back in the fight. I'm just gonna throw a couple bullets at him. He's done. Right. So, so you have to you have to put it in a place where no one knows where it is. Yeah. And then spring in a sing, whoop, spring a surprise attack, mm-hmm. and do enough damage that they're not gonna chase you. Yeah. Because and, if you just if you just use it, attack, and then they can see it, they're gonna. But imagine that final circle. It's the easiest thing in the world to beat. Yeah. It's the easy. Like it's easy. And his passive. So is, I, me, me and Caleb thought it was going to be the opposite. When we were talking about it last time, we were like, oh, okay, so you're going to use this thing, and then you're going to go and like be able to see where people are with a lot less health, and then you'll die with that little bit of health and at least be able to come back with full health. And and this is absolutely false. Yeah. That sucks you, so much. And as soon as you're in the death totem like mode, you can't reheal, you can't heal your shields up. So whatever damage you had on your shields before, you'll have coming out of it. And his passive is trash as well. He throws his fireball at you, and you can't use your abilities for however many seconds. But my guns would kill you, not my abilities, so. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, we won the other night, and I didn't use any of his abilities at all. He's trash. He just, he's, he's, he's just not useful. I just, I, we won the match, and I was just a gunman. Yeah. That's, that's all there was to now, it. Now, one of his passives is the wall climb. He can wall climb further, and he can crouch faster. That. And yeah. that's dope. Yeah, you can climb like twenty feet. Yeah, you can you can climb a lot further than every other legend. That's pretty pretty good. But yeah. besides that, he's cool. But I I just haven't found a groove with him, and I can pretty much win with anyone. Yeah, 
Well, it sounds like the the trick is like, and obviously this is me armchair quarterbacking, but it seems like the trick would be to climb to some place people can't get, use your death totem, do some damage, and then pop back when mm, they can't but, they can't hit you. That's true, but there's not a place that he can't go that a Pathfinder can't go for one, and for two. There's not too many places, especially with Final Circle, where you need need it that you know, like that's gonna have that opportunity that have that super high ground that no one else can get to. Sure, sure, interesting. Plus, if you're in Final Circle or any any circle, and I see you climbing a twenty foot building, I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> right. <laughs> true. True. It's, true. It's not fast. It's not fast at all. How, how far can you go from the totem? Not too far. There's, there's a there's a, a certain distance you can only go. There's and a fucking range. There's a range to it. Yeah. Ah. Makes it even more worthless. Yeah, because not only are you wounded when you get back, everyone you attacked knows you're coming back close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if if there wasn't a range and you had circle, you could be like, oh, I hear fighting over there. Let me just put this here in the middle of the circle. Let me run over there and. Do some damage at yeah. some range. Let me jump. Let out. me die, and then I'll come back and heal. Like, no, that would be way too overpowered. Yeah. The last time I totemed, I did it in front of somebody. So when I died and came back, my totem was surrounded by gas bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that guy's an asshole, and I love it. They're yeah. just like, oh, oh, that's great. Boink, 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 boink. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Well, what else have you? Uh, what else have we all been playing? I'm not, I mean, we talked about Titanfall for a little bit. Um, I yeah, played man. the Final Fantasy VII demo tonight. Oh, how much did you cry? Just a little. In your pants, or cried in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh... <laughs> I caught tech. That's all that matters. <laughs> I, made my, I made my pee pee cry. Um, no, so in the the title sequence was fucking marvelous. The yeah. soundtrack was all remastered and re-recorded, and yeah, it was really, really, really cool. Um, <laughs> it's very, it's you know, it's very Japanese, so there's a lot of like just strange body language and voice work. And anytime anybody does anything, like looks at somebody or starts running or emotes in any way, it's like, <clears throat> it's like all these weird like. It's, <laughs> And it's louder than everything else. A lot of the footsteps and yeah, it's strange. Sounds like Speed Racer. So that's you know, but whatever. But I think I heard uh, who's the uh, who's the pothead from um, Silicon Valley. I thought I heard his voice in there. Oh, T.J. Miller. I thought I heard his voice as uh, Wedge. Oh, dope. All right. That's dope. If it's not, it sounds just like him. Uh, I've seen in Silicon Valley where he's someone says something stupid and he's laughing at them, but he starts laughing at them while he's talking. Yeah. So he's coughing and he coughs for like thirty seconds while yeah. getting like a word out every break. Okay. He gets. I don't think it's him. It just sounds Hilarious. exactly like him. Anyway, uh, so it's I don't know if you remember Final Fantasy Real World, Caleb, but it's you you blow up the first reactor and you fight the spider robot. And the the gameplay ends, so it's really short. Spoiler, Jesus. Um, so it's it's like an hour tops, um, but you get a feel for the combat and how the cutscenes translate and stuff like that. It's it's great, man. I think I'm gonna buy it. It comes out in April. So when you ask me in a few minutes what our favorite games are or what our game picks are for next month, that's that's gonna be mine. 
So yeah. it's it's cool, man. It's uh, definitely uh, a large chunk of my my childhood. You know, that came out when I was sixteen or something like that. Was that ninety six, ninety eight? Okay, uh, ninety seven, something like that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, I do not have a cat penis. But, so <laughs> it's really cool to see. It's really cool to see uh, something that we never thought would actually happen happen. Sure. They 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 teased us with remakes for like a decade, <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was very good. So. So. Yeah. I'm apprehensive. I'm not super happy that like we got all this hype about this coming, and then they gave us a portion of the Chapter. game. And we're like, aren't you happy? Yeah, <laughs> and it's still sixty bucks. But I <laughs> think I think what they did though is they took ten hours of the game and made a thirty-hour game out of it. Most of the time, someone describes something like that to me. I've already checked out. That sounds like you fill it with a bunch of fluff and stuff. I don't want that. Right? I don't no, know. I get that I'm Maybe sure they didn't true. do that. But true. but if someone's like, yo, remember that two-hour movie you watched? You should watch the four-hour director's cut. I'm most of the time like... Mm. All right, but think of it this way. As our conversations lately about price and games and should games be $60 anymore? Sure. Should a 300-hour Final Fantasy game still be $60? No, probably not. No. Okay, so if we have to pay... For thirty hours in sixty chunk, sixty dollar chunks, right? Six hundred dollars for the same game. I mean, if it takes place over what five years, you know, six hundred dollars for Final Fantasy. You're willing to pay that for Final Fantasy Seven? I don't think it'll be that long, because it's not going to do all the grinding. Final Fantasy. I beat Final Fantasy in fifty hours, but I went straight through it, and I didn't grind very much. But, um. Yeah, I yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of money probably. It won't be six hundred, but and they're going to. I was just I was just taking your. I was just taking. Yeah, you're extrapolating, but like, they're they're going to cut some stuff out that's not necessary. But we're going to have the casino. We're going to have Nidalheim. We're going to have the airship. We're going to have, you know, the crucial stuff. Red Thirteen's home, you know. Yes. Yuffie's home. Are Uh, we going to be able to fly around Sid's fucking airship? Yeah, you have to. You have to. It's a staple of the game. But that game had a submarine level. It had a it had a tower defense level. Yeah, it had, and then it had like all those summons. So the summons have to happen. It had chocobo raising, chocobo oh, the racing, casino? the casino, up and the racing north? and raising. So you could like have a ranch and find different eggs and raise chocobos. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I think what they did. Remaking Midgar, the first chapter, is probably their easiest accomplishment. Right? Because it's such a linear thing. Sure, sure. You you bomb a factory, and you make your way out, and then the world opens up. So I don't know what they're going to do after the world opens up. So we should probably talk about something else. The other guys look like they're about to yeah. fall, fall into a coma. Yeah, so not in this conversation, dude. I've never right, I've, talk about, <laughs> go ahead and talk about Apex. I'll be right back. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry, man. I, I, <laughs> I've literally uh, never played a Final Fantasy game. You guys still talking about Final Fantasy? We were, but not anymore. Did yeah. you? Could you? Did you check out that much? No, I've never. Pl- I've never played 
and like it's never held either. it's never held interest to me and it's not like it's just not my type of my jam like yeah, it's just not yeah. for me so like i respect I'm, it though i know yeah, it's beautiful sure. this they, game will not change your mind they've always made beautiful games like yeah. they, like oh the cutscenes are beautiful it's i get it so pretty i get it not for me though it's this game won't change your mind but yeah it's the game looks like the cutscenes. i know we've been saying that for probably a long time now yeah, sure. Uncharted looked just as just almost as good as the cutscene. Same with um, Last of Us. But I mean, this game is fucking gorgeous. That's awesome. It's really cool too to see because so in the old days, tech. Remember, like Resident Evil, the backgrounds were static. Yeah. And your character was walking around. Yeah. That's the way Final Fantasy was. Yeah. So it was three D, but it was static. This took those scenes and made it fully three D. Yeah. So you're seeing something you saw when you were a kid, but now it's like you're not in VR, but it's the next best thing. So you're seeing something that's very familiar to you, but now it's all lit yeah. and polygonal and navigated, navigable, navigable, and yeah, it, it it was quite an experience to finally see this. You're so talking about a, Warframe. <laughs> I have a question for y'all because this is something that occurred to me recently. I haven't been able to get into a lot of remakes, remasters. Sorry, not remakes because they're different. Um, as much. Because my brain is playing tricks on me. Like the uh, the Halo anniversary, when Halo Combat Evolved anniversary came out, I remember playing it and being like, damn, this game's fun. And then hitting the back button and being like, oh, it didn't look like this. Not like, damn, this game looks so much better than it used to. And then going back and being like, yeah, it looked like that. It was weird because when I was a kid playing this game 20 years ago, mm-hmm. It looked as good as it looks to me when it was remastered. Yeah. And so playing it remastered, I'm like, yeah, it always looked like this. And then you yeah. go back and go, oh, damn, it didn't. And so I I wonder if Final Fantasy will have the same impact on me, because when I played it the first time, I was like 10. Yeah. Maybe even younger. And so to me, that I may have imagined it being I as I tell you, the cutscenes will feel, because the cutscenes in the first one are pretty good, too. A little, a little goofy, but the backgrounds are great. The in-game characters are those funny, like, really super heavy polygon. Blocky. Yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah. Except when you're fighting, and then the proportions were normal. It's very strange. So I think it's going to feel real familiar, but uh, I, I don't... I know, I know the sensation you're explaining with Halo, and I didn't feel that. So, okay. yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Do you guys have any uh, remakes or remasters that you played that you loved that, that reminded that like were reminiscent or not reminiscent um, nostalgic um, to the point of like loving it for the nostalgia? Well, I mean, what kind of remakes have we had? That's a good point. Okay, better question: What game from your childhood do you want remade that hasn't been? Yeah, nice. I would like Ryan, Ryan. Don't say Halo because they've remade all this. I would like a Republic Commando. Oh, really? What? No. I, I want a Republic Commando remaster and uh, an entire Soul Reaver Legacy remaster. Sure, you talk about Soul Reaver all the time. You, I do. You're like at Amy Hennig. Like I actually hit life. her up. Yeah, I was like, come <laughs> here. What were you, Tech? You made a reaction. That I did make a reaction like when, when I realized mine. Like this game changed my life. And it birthed my first-person shooter, Love. And they've been talking about remastering it. And it looks really good remastered. Goldeneye. Yeah. Goldeneye. Yep. 
Uh, I would love to, like, that, I mean, I literally bonded with people I'm still friends with to this day off over that game. We played it for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. A full, there's, uh, there's a couple fan projects out there, Tech. That yeah, I know, that's what I, that's what I was referring to. Like, right. and they look great. Like, all the, all the, like, the ones I saw look really good. Mm -hmm. uh, it would be a fun thing to remake, and I would definitely play it, play it. Well, Rare, Rare's got imagine? the money now. They could do it. Yeah. Can you imagine that game with, like, regular shooter controls? Because you go back to it now, oh, play it on N64, you're oh. like, how the fuck yeah. did I play Oh, this? yeah, I, I tried that, like, a few weeks ago. I was like, dude, I'm... I played it for five minutes. It's like my eyes can't take this. Like, this yeah, is yeah we, we played. It's not good. We played at Star Bar when it first opened up, and yep. I was like, "This is trash. Why? <laughs> Why did I sacrifice so much? So many relationships. It looked so good. It looked like Call of Duty back then. <laughs> it felt so good back then, dude. It's trash yep. now. It's really bad. How did we? Uh, how did we play a shooter without a second stick? We used the D pad to aim. We used the uh, the C uh, stick. The C buttons. Yeah, the C buttons. Yep. Or, or or we aimed at the left and walked at the right. No, that's not a thing. Okay. Uh, remember Zelda was remastered. Uh, the Link to the Past was just remastered on Game or on Switch. Yeah, that was a Game Boy game, and they didn't really. It was a Super Nintendo game, and it, now it looks like it was made out of toys. It's really cool looking. Oh, not Link to the Past. Link's Awakening. Okay, the, which was a Game Boy game. That was a Game Boy right. game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it looks like uh, that that tilt shift that the um, yeah the Sherlock show made so popular with its opening yeah. credits. Looks like they remade a Tomb Raider game, the first Tomb Raider game. That's kind of cool. I mean, let's fucking go. Just remake all of it. Remake, um, remake. I want to. I want a remake of Donkey Kong sixty four. Nice. I enjoyed that game a lot. Yeah, that game was dope. Uh, they remade a game that came out in the same era. Ryan, did you ever play Conker's Bad Fur Day? Mm, it plays yes. A, yeah, it's about this yeah. tough squirrel. Yeah, uh, I put, well, I played the demos a lot. I, I never had the actual game, but I had like the demo discs and stuff that had it. They remade it on Xbox. The yeah. first Xbox. It was great. Uh, Caleb, they remade Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. Did you play those? The remasters? Yeah, yeah. I'm playing Crash Bandicoot. I've, I've, Amanda and I have played through all but the third Crash Bandicoot. Did you have that cognitive disconnect with that remaster? Uh, like you did with Halo? It felt like Crash Bandicoot to me. Yeah. Okay. It but, looked better. I did notice it looked better, but I've also played Crash Bandicoot consistently growing up. And the Halo games I moved upward with, I didn't stick with one because yeah. they kept making them. Yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, no, I Crash Bandicoot did look better, but it was because I was more connected. It was something I right. went back to every, every every year or so, um, which is interesting, and now makes me think that my makes me adjust my my statement a little bit or my theory a little bit. Yeah. I think if you consistently react with or interact with something that you love, and then get to see it updated, yeah, it would make a huge impact because you've been playing a thing for ten years on and off. They remastered uh, Shadow of the Colossus. I never got to play that, sadly. But it's free on PSN right now. You know what sucks? I didn't want to play the remaster. Oh, I definitely do. It looks amazing. I didn't want to play the remaster because I know it will <clears throat> never hit me the way oh, no. it did the first time. No, it won't. But Oh, what I are we talking about? All the... 
all the Resident Evils are being remade right now, right? One, two, and they're about to release three. Yeah, Four, but they, yeah, they already are, released the fourth one, though, didn't they? Didn't they no, start with that they, one? That was that was the best one to do. That was the best one that was out a while back. Yeah, like on the game. Four was the best one for a long time. Yeah. They remastered two last year. Yeah, uh, that's okay. That's what it was. And yeah. then three's coming out this April. Mm-hmm. Um, and those have had great success. Yeah. Yeah, but see, Shadow of the Colossus is game. The game itself is built upon what you're doing. Yeah. And once you know why and what you're actually accomplishing, that part of the game won't ever hit again no. the way that it did. And that was a very large part of my love for that game. I loved doing the the fighting and the killing of the Colossus, the Colossi, but like. The, the, the reason I talked about that game was because of what I realized I was doing at the end. Right. Um, and so, like, I don't know if I could enjoy playing that game again knowing what I'm actually doing. Maybe, it, well, I've played it multiple times. I like it just as much. Yeah. And I feel it feels just as, it feels, actually, it's different because because you know, it's a 10-year-old game, we talk about it. So, guys, you kill these giant monsters and it feels like you're hunting them down and killing them. And because they're not really attacking you, and then you go on and find out that you're doing it because there's an ancient demon that's locked into these sixteen monsters. So each one is like a key. So after you destroy all sixteen, the monster comes out and kills everybody. So you find that out afterwards that you 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 weren't. Uh, I don't know. You, you were, think you think you're killing monsters? Yeah, but you're and not. You're actually killing docile creatures that are a part of the environment and like. Yeah should be preserved. Yeah. And then at the very end, it all bites you in the fucking face. Yeah. And then your horse dies. And then your horse comes back. I don't know. Yeah, that was great. Um, yeah, but I played it multiple times. It's great every time. I would definitely do it again remastered just because it's such a beautiful game. But, sure. yeah. I don't know what I would want for my childhood to be remastered. I've already gotten Halo. And Crash Bandicoot was a huge form, foundational uh, aspect of me and Amanda's relationship. And that... And honestly, just kidding. The bigger one than Crash, the trilogy was Crash Team Racing. Yeah, and that happened too, right? Amanda and I played CTR like crazy, and when that got remastered, we what well, we have one hundred percent of it. We've nice. played every single race and gotten every time trial and gotten every gym and gotten every yeah. We one hundred percent of it because that game's our shit. That's awesome. Um, well, but I don't know. I can't think of anything that like hasn't come out that I want. I had this wild memory of playing Twisted Metal, and I didn't know that they did a new one in 2012. And so I'm looking at yeah. it on my other screen now. I would like a 2020 Twisted Metal. Like, a lot I, of people would. Like it was a really fun game. Maybe because I was younger, and I just I don't know why, but I really enjoy playing. Hey, Twisted we got a raid, by the way, boys. Hey, we just got raided by a video game bang with a party of eleven. Nice, nice. Welcome What's everybody. going on, guys? We're talking, we're talking about video game about, remakes. Yeah, we're talking about the games from our childhood we want to see remade. Yeah. Um, Tech, we had David Jaffe, the creator of Twisted Metal, on the podcast earlier this year. Last, mm-hmm. I guess, last year. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Uh, and he did mention that re, uh, getting another Twisted Metal was something he gets asked about all the fucking time. <laughs> I bet, man. It was a fun game, dude. We played the shit out of that game. Yeah, I, uh... you know, I want, I want a battle royale. I want a battle royale Twisted Metal. He yeah. also said he gets that a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what's the? I okay. I don't. I want wipeout. I want a new wipeout game. That wouldn't be bad. 
badly. I want like a 4K, yeah. 60 frames per second, Forza visual quality wipeout. That like just I mean, the uh, the the, the package that came out a few years ago. The well, it's a, it's kind of a remaster. Is pretty great. It's all updated with new sound. Yeah, it's awesome. My camera's backwards. I fucking hate it. I wish there was. No, it's not. It's backwards to you, not to it's us. Backwards to me and on the stream. Yeah, there's a way to like not have it backwards. That's, that's uh, Ego Brain says there was a game like Twisted Metal BR on Steam. Huh? Like, Gotta find it. it. And then and they added VR. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Hold on, VR to that or VR to Wipeout? Yeah, they did VR Wipeout too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there was an old PC game called Carmageddon. Okay, he was talking about to Wipeout. There's an old PC game called Carmageddon where you had like saw blades all over your car and you just run over pedestrians. It was really bloody. But it was a car combat what? game. What? Yeah, it was awful. It was really gory. I think it was banned in Australia or something like that. Um, but it was, I loved it. It was hilarious. And, uh, but it was probably with car combat, but there just happened to be people everywhere. And uh, that'd be really fun to bring back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't oh, do that. Fuck. Oh, yeah. fuck. I know what I want remade. I know what I want remade. Fucking Rocket Jockey. And no one here is going to know what that is. Don't what that is, though. <laughs> I, don't give a shit. Rocket Jockey yeah. was the shit. You can it find was... some videos on YouTube, but it's pretty obscure. So, Rocket Jockey, you fly around on basically speeders from Star Wars. Or it's kind Star of a rocket. <laughs> it's just a rocket, really. Yeah, but they... It's, like a, it's maybe like a tube. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, so, there were several modes. One of them was, like, Rocket League, where you were, like, trying to get a ball into the into a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, those were, like, elimination. But the whole trick mechanic to it wasn't that you hit things to make them go places. You had grappling hooks you could shoot off the left and right side of your rocket speeder you're flying and hook it to like if you're playing soccer you'd hook it to the ball and fling the ball or if you aimed it right you can hook it to the pilot another pilot and pull them off their rocket or you can hook up to posts this looks terrible (laughs) (laughs) homie you could hook it to posts and zip around people what somebody's remaking it dog shit Let's do it. Or you can play Rocket League's game mode where you can grapple the ball and punch the other cars. And Dude, taking someone off of their rocket by clotheslining them was so good. Yeah, it was great. It was, it was so fun. good. And dragging um, them behind you on a, on, a, on a tether. And you can drag them. I forgot yeah. about this. Shit. And the soundtrack was by legendary guitarist Dick Dale, who is classically known as doing the soundtrack for the Pulp Fiction theme song. So he did the entire theme song for the whole game. You know, the theme, you know the Pulp Fiction song? Remember that? That's, Wipeout? What, what I just did sound like, No, that's not Wipeout. It does sound like Jet Moto, but you could lasso people. <laughs> it was awesome. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Caleb, Jet I think you're getting your wish. It's 100% Jet Moto without the racing. Yeah, Jet I, Moto was great, too. I think you get your wish, uh, Caleb. Yeah. Burn Board Games. Rocket Jockey. Rocket Jockey. Yeah. Oh, what a cool cover image. That's a pretty cool uh, cover image. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think you got your wrist. Yeah, I just watched the trailer. It's awesome. There you go. It's coming. It's happening. Oh, my God. The other one is one that Ben uh, is going to hate because I bring it up all the fucking time. But um, fucking 13, which was a really, really good fucking game. 
I think you talk uh, about it every single podcast. Huh? <laughs> I think you talk about 13 every single podcast. As much as he talks about Warframe. About, I, haven't about. Brought, I haven't brought that game up in a long time. Fuck it's all been, y'all. It's been months. It's been months. <laughs> 13 was fucking solid, dude. And does it hold up? Yes, it does hold up. Yeah. And it was critically well received then. So, like, it, I wasn't one of the weird ones. It was good, and people liked it. And it left on a cliffhanger. And I played that game probably seven or eight times through. Ugh. Ubisoft, why do you betray me? It's Ubisoft, though. So, you know, they make better sequels anyway. What'd you say? What? What'd you say? <laughs> I said not 13 times. All the way through. <laughs> it's so funny. All right. So we've talked about what games we've been playing uh, and what we want to see out of retro stuff. What else did you guys want to talk about this episode? What's uh, what are you guys going to play next month? Uh, oh, fuck. That's a good question. Gears Tactics comes out next month. Yeah, not much oh, my out. God, it does. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> does Wasteland come out next month or is that May? April totally reliable delivery service I, I looked that up that so it's got the it's like gang beasts but like you have to deliver a package to a certain location nice. but you have it has like the gang beasts um, like physics and everything so like you have to grapple onto a car but you're like hanging off and like flailing <laughs> your arm it looks sure. super cool uh, disaster sure. report for Final Fantasy VII Remake, of course. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Deliver. Deliver. in the chat said Final Fantasy VII. Uh, ben was talking about the demo. I mean, yeah. That's how we actually got on remake, uh, our dream remake. Um, Cyberpunk is September. September seventeenth. No longer. Yeah, they got they got kicked back super far. Yeah. Uh, Trials of Mana. Oh, it's a Square Enix game. So. Yeah, it's like. Um, it's another Mana game. Yeah. What were the other Mana games called? Mana games? Secret, secret of Mana. Secret of, I like one. I, whatever. I like the one where it's like an old lady going like this, and it's like it's the secret of Nana. <laughs> 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 oh, very funny. Uh, a lot of, uh, Predator Hunting Grounds on PlayStation. If that were on a system that my friends played on, I would be interested in trying that. We are PlayStation, don't we? Well, actually, we all do, yeah. Yeah. Everyone uh, but the Ryan, I'm always dying I'm to that. use my that PlayStation. Is that yeah. not coming to any other console? No, I think it's a PlayStation exclusive. It may be a oh, time exclusive, though. Oh, you do that to yourself. That's published by Sony, so... That's why. <laughs> um, I've Is never the understood trade? the exclusive... I've never understood the exclusive thing, unless you're a first-party studio. Um, why? Well, San Diego Studios that makes baseball is owned. Pratt Pratt Gamer says... Final Fantasy VII is only is is a whole third of the game. That's a big chunk. Well, if the game's only forty hours long, and the first bit took you ten hours to get through it, then yeah. Dude, there's so much game after Midgar, though. A Not lot required game. Uh, yeah, no, there is. But it's, you said it's, you, it's you just Midgar. That Midgar is not a third of Final Fantasy. I'm sorry, it's not. It's not. I forget forget what I said earlier. Midgar is not a third of Final Fantasy. No way. You got a whole map to travel. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I hope it's a third. That'd be great. But if it's just okay, so it's a less than a third of the. I would say it's like a seventh (laughs) or or something. Eighth. Sixty bucks for a. Midgar is a big chunk, but it's not the whole game. Anyway. 
60 bucks for a second. They say it was a third because it was the whole disc on PS1. It was the whole disc. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but time wise. Time wise, it's not sure. You guys are really contributing. I appreciate everything somebody's saying so far. It's great. But uh, I have a question for you guys. Okay. So I looked no. at I looked at the Predator Hunting Grounds and it looked like a Dead by Daylight type game. Yeah. yeah. yeah How come true. you guys don't play those type of games? Because oh, I do. Hear, because when I log on, nobody says, "Hey, you want to play Dead by Daylight?" So I don't play it. I don't like horror, dude. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I, I play on PC. Like that, dude. Every once in a while. You like it? It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, Homie Ben was being genuine when yeah. he said he likes. No, I did. I, I meant He's it. just tired. <laughs> um, if if tech, if if everybody said, "Hey, let's play tonight," I would install it and play it. I mean, we also so there was a point in time where somebody mentioned that and World War Z, so I installed them both. Never fired up a single one of them, and then now they're uninstalled. I so. I I'm the culprit behind World War Z for sure. I I talked about downloading it. I download. We both downloaded. it. I never played it. But I wanted. I always was interested. It's actually, a really good game too. Yeah, it looked like it. I'm interested in the in the, in the hunting grounds. It looks really dope. Like if if four five people play when one person plays a predator, that sounds like a great time in a yeah. chat. <laughs> be yep. a great yeah. game to play on stream. Exactly. Yep. Sounds like a Dead great by, time. Dead by daylight. It's only. I think it's only really good whenever it's private matches. That's all. And you rotate and you rotate the villain. Yeah, just just for the fact that like. There are some OP people out there that will just kill you constantly. It's like, okay, this is not even fun anymore. But, I play that game and be like a creepy asshole the whole time. If I was the bad guy, I'd like... Isn't Dead by Daylight uh, in the Xbox Game Pass? Mm-hmm. Yep, I have it downloaded. I think we should give that a try. Uh, okay. Hey, Caleb, it's not uh, scary. You know hey, what's I'm happening. Thank you for the follow, dude. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but it's... You gotta it's, grow up sometime. Just turn the lights no, on. You'll be fine. No, I don't. I don't like horror shit, y'all. I don't. Most of it. Most of it. Lock the door, board up the window. Like, everything will be fine. But I'm gonna have to turn off my Xbox and go to bed later. You're not gonna watch <laughs> Doctor Strange next movie? You can sleep in the office. I'm gonna watch Doctor Strange. I what about those I leave shut up, shut up Dick. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I I I haven't seen Ghostbusters, fuck off. I come out of my <laughs> safe bubble occasionally. Safe bubble. I play through Dead Space. You live in South City. I played Dying Light. <laughs> you, you live in South City. Your 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 city is horror. <laughs> That's why I don't need it in my games. You're living in somebody else's horror bubble. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't need it in my games. I live with horror every day. I work at fucking GameStop. Uh, back to the full circle. Um, Last of Us Part Two is coming out next month. I mean, the end of next month. So it's oh a- yeah, we gotta answer who what we're playing this month. Nothing. I mean, Final Fantasy. Nothing. I mean, anybody playing Resident Evil Three? No. You guys gonna play Gears Tactics? Yes, yeah. fuck yes. Okay. XCOM is my shit. Tactics games are my shit. Gears Tactics is gonna fuck me up. It's a PC game though, right? Xbox One and PC, and it's made oh, by Splash Damage. Yeah, Splash Damage did um, Bulletstorm. Oh, I think they did Bulletstorm. Um, hmm. The uh, the uh, I want to. It's probably cross-platform. Because it's fucking. Uh, it's hey, Ego Brain plays Sea of Thieves and Star Citizen. Hey man, that's dope. 
Yeah. We talked about Star Citizen last week, right? Reached like two hundred and forty yeah. million dollars in crowdfunding. Yeah, and it hasn't even been fully released yet. <laughs> Not even one point oh yet. That's fine. Um, that game's incredible. I think this so this month I've got a couple of things on the on the docket. Um, I just got code for a game called Blood Roots. It's a little indie game that looks like a little uh, twin stick shooter slash slasher. A lot of melee combat in it. Um, so I'll be playing that. Uh, I got it on my PS4, so I have to switch some HDMI's, but I should be able to stream it. Um, it's been a crazy week though, so I haven't been able to get into it. So sorry, Pop Agenda, if you're watching and wondering where my review is, it'll come eventually. I didn't get the code till Sunday or Monday though, so chill. Um, and then MLB The Show 20 comes out on yep. the 13th, which is next. Oh fuck, that's next Friday. Oh, this is 17. Uh, it's says 17. Yeah, I think if 17. you buy the eighty dollar version, you get it on the thirteenth. Oh, excuse us. Thank so you for following, Pratt. Pratt, uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah. Um, no, um, I'll probably get the eighty dollar version. It's the fifteenth anniversary. Uh, I eighty dollar version. Of what? I'm sorry. MLB the show. Oh yeah. I fuck with baseball so much, y'all. What is it? How do you feel you? about Azuna? Azuna getting uh, left. Um. So interestingly, I'm not super bummed about it. We have a lot of talent. The Cardinals. For those of you who don't know, Marcelo Zuna was a left fielder we got from Miami a couple years ago who had a 40 home run season in Miami and then came here for two years and didn't hit more than 30. So it's fine. Um, so uh, he kept showing up to camp really overweight. Good... What's up? He kept showing up to camp overweight. He did two years in a row. Yeah. And he was supposed to get like our, he was supposed to get rehab because he had an arm injury yeah. his first yeah. season with us and then came back to spring training the next season and hadn't done some of the procedures. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, yeah, nah, I'm not worried about it. We have a lot of talent in the outfield with Tyler O'Neill and Harrison Bader. And I was literally, <laughs> I literally just asked you that to test how big into baseball you are. So <laughs> yeah, I'm 100% in. You're in. Cardinals have a very deep outfield that uh, has a lot of talent, and it's a lot of young talent that's quick and strong. And hey Ben, man, shut the fuck up. Hey Ben, see if thieves, Warframe. I couldn't help it. You back? Ben's like Ben's like, Ben's what we're talking about Final Fantasy here. Yeah, yeah I was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was. His face already makes him look kind of like kind of deathly, but I think I saw color leave his face. <laughs> <laughs> he went into like stasis standby. I like how I like how Ben acted asleep and Tech tried to wake him up, like people try to wake up Pierce in community. <laughs> 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 Racial discrimination lawsuit. That's preposterous. <laughs> That's funny. Oh fuck! All right, so we've talked oh. about what we've been playing and what we're gonna play. Um, what uh, in terms of movies, shows, music, books? What do you want to share with people before we head out? Um, tech, why don't you why don't you lead us off? Last night I went to the movie theaters and saw The Invisible Man with Elizabeth Moss, and it was fire. It was start to start to finish, pretty good. Yeah, that's what I hear. It um, crowd, crowd feedback's been pretty good. Yeah, it it's uh kind of like a continuation of the Universal Dark, but it's not because obviously they failed that. Had they have done something like this first, they would have a successful, one hundred percent a successful uh, uh universe to to pull from, because this this was really good. It's it's it, yeah. you have to yeah. Elizabeth cool. Moss is one of the best actresses you'll you'll get. Uh, she was uh, Hands Tales, Hands Made Tale, and she yeah, was yeah. in Us. Uh, West Wing. West Wing. She's amazing. She was young in West Wing. 
She's, she's, I, uh, I watched that for like a season and was like, oh shit, that's Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. I didn't realize it initially because she's like 13 or 14. And one, one last thing that I, that I uh, consumed was the story of uh, Gabriel Hernandez on Netflix. It was ended up the past weekend being, because now Netflix does this rating thing. I don't know if you guys seen it. Yeah, uh, trending but, in America. Yeah, they have a top 10 trending in America, and this was number one this weekend. Uh, it's a miniseries documentary on this kid. It's dark. It's it's a true story, and it's fucked up. So you see it, you should watch it. Yeah, about uh, DCFS and family services neglect yeah. and the, that shit. Yeah, and then you shared something on Facebook that was similar <laughs> about like a family getting a kid taken because they were smoking weed or whatever. Yeah, that that's an older story, but uh, the St. Louis News posted it today for some reason. It's a story from four or five years ago, but um, the father was smoking weed every night after he put his child to bed. Child was happy and healthy, uh, but DFS took the child away, and they gave it to a family who's the fa- who the father was a recovering crack addict. And they beat the sleeves off the child until the child died. So, yeah, you took, you know, boy, there you this go. Got dark. This got dark. I, I tiptoed around uh, Gabriel Hernandez because it's darker than that, but it was just as dark, if anything. So, yeah, 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 for sure. Ryan, cheer us up. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell us you've been watching Disney. Hey, yeah, how do I follow that? Um, literally with anything. <laughs> anything. Uh, no, I've been watching. Uh, uh, some just random Adam Sandler movies. I think I watched Grown Ups again. Um, I enjoy that. Um, I watched Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, Grown Ups too. Like I, I think we went, me and the wife went on a Adam Sandler like marathon, and it was actually pretty good. I haven't, I haven't seen most of those movies in a very, very long time. I don't know if you guys like them. You guys seem very engaged. Can I? Can I, I haven't. <laughs> I've seen. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna show my ass again because people love to see that. Uh, I've seen Waterboy. Haven't seen Happy Gilmore. Haven't seen Mr. Deeds. Haven't seen uh, <laughs> Little, Little Nicky. Haven't seen. I think you know all the names, but you still haven't seen yeah. them. Can I? Because <laughs> my my mom super dislikes disliked. I don't know if she's still the same way. Super disliked at uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah. Can I can um, I give you guys a fun and, fact real quick about Adam Sandler yeah. movie? Uh, Morty, uh, Rick from Rick and Morty. Um, there's a character in in Click who uh, gives him the remote control that allows him to pause time. Mm-hmm. Is, is is softly based is what influenced them to make Rick and Morty, and the the is Christopher Walken's character is the actor, and his name in Click is Morty. Oh, nice. Huh. And if you look at the pictures of him, like if you look at it, he looks like Rick. Like he's, yeah, he does. He looks now just you like Rick. I'm like oh shit. Yeah. Wow. So, that's Click a fun and fact. Morty. <laughs> yeah. Click and Morty. That's funny. But uh, yeah, uh, Longest Yard I think is one of my favorite movies. Favorite Adam Sandler movies, and my wife, it, like, she hated Adam Sandler and Will Ferrell comedy. Oh. And I was like, okay, so we got to fix this. So, <laughs> like, we, <laughs> so we like we watched a bunch of we watched a bunch of movies, and like she's she came around with Adam Sandler. We haven't. I, I gotta work on some good Will Ferrell movies for her to watch. Like Anchorman, she wouldn't get that comedy, unfortunately. Even sure. though it's a really good freaking movie, I enjoyed it. But, I've seen The Longest Yard. I've seen The Longest Yard. I forgot that was a Sandler movie. Yeah, I've seen that movie though. Yeah, that one's pretty good. But yeah, I've just been watching movies lately. I I don't watch much um, TV show. Not as many as you guys. I don't know how you find the time of day to play games and to watch all these TV series. Like I haven't watched. No, I like don't get, I don't get to watch a lot of stuff. 
I haven't watched anything. All these superhero shows that are on Netflix, I've missed all of them. Oh, I've had all of them but Daredevil and and uh, Punisher. You'll be fine. But it's just like I don't, I don't, I can't do it. I can't sit and watch TV for that long. You like Tech it? frowned at me. I'm I'm of the unpopular persuasion. You can't talk about Jessica like Jones Cage. and you didn't like Luke Cage. I didn't super like Luke Cage. Um, you probably, like you probably you're more the type of person who liked Iron Fist, didn't you? I did not like Iron Fist okay. at all. I didn't even fuck with season two. I didn't touch that at all. <laughs> Jessica Jones season one is super good. But if we're but if we're boiling it, if someone's talking about not having a lot of time, and we're boiling it down to the essentials, I'm gonna go Punisher and Daredevil every time. Because those two shows were season one of Punisher. I didn't finish season two. Um, I didn't like Daredevil. Season two. Season one is incredible. Season, I think season two is meh, but season three is very good. Daredevil season oh, three. You know is, what? I'm I stopped watching. I need to watch them. Oh, season three is like the best Marvel TV show. Season. If I'm gonna sit and watch anything, I'm just gonna put The Office on. I never, I never go wrong with the office. You guys love the office more than you should. Yep. Hot, I hot hey, 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 hot hey. Take. No, nobody asked you. Okay. You're right. Yeah. What's up with this killjoy movement of being like you like a thing too fucking much? Fuck no, off. Yeah. I, I, I personally think the office is slightly overrated. That's all. That's just my opinion. It's like it's like when uh, Caleb yeah. binge watched a show all in one day and we gave him grief about it because he didn't get out of bed for like six hours. Just because you no, didn't like it doesn't mean it's overrated. It was two hours. I did like The Office, by the way. I just think that people like it a little too much. This is my opinion. Fuck me, right? Don't like that. Parks and Parks and Rec <laughs> is the shit. Parks and Rec is the shit. There's three shows that I rotate. It's Parks and Rec, The Office, and Community. Yep. Ben Community has told me I watch Parks and Rec too much. Now apparently he thinks I watch The Office too much. Um, no, I only have. We all think he plays Warframe too much, so it's fine. We can all have bad opinions. Got ben, him. What have you been? Interacting with outside of games. Uh, yeah. Really, the only thing is uh, the Outsider on HBO. We're uh, yeah. Apparently, you had a dream about a, a friend doing murders. Yeah, <laughs> because you're watching yeah. that show. Maybe <laughs> I might. I might. That might explain it. Uh, but no, it's it's real dark. Um, it actually starts out much darker, and then it does all the investigative stuff, so it sort of calms down. And now it's it's sort of reaching the end, so it's kind of ramping back up in the disturbing territory. But it's it's very slow television. It's extremely slow. Uh, it's something only HBO probably has the balls to do. But not much happens per episode. It's uh, yeah, it's it, but it's good. It's sounds very good. Dre- sounds dreadful. Yeah, you would hate it. There's not enough explosions. But um, it's <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> okay, we'll argue. So we'll argue about that tomorrow. <laughs> um, Are we podcasting tomorrow? No, tomorrow's an off week. Yeah, tomorrow's off. So, gym. We're all going to the gym. Go to the gym. Oh, uh, okay. Tomorrow was when we recorded. Are you in the gym loudly? No. Um. Uh. Anyway, so that's that's really about it. Um. I'm I'm still working through a bunch of old books that aren't worth talking about, and uh, and uh, I guess I'm reading uh, Sean Murphy's White Knight comic book run and. Danny Warren Johnson's Wonder Woman books, which I showed you last week, so those are still running. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Tech, are you watching the stream? Yeah. Drop a link in for 60 Minutes Shit Show. Gotcha. They're asking, they're, they're asking what the fuck tomorrow being an off week means. 
because a, that is a weird thing to say. That I is a weird thing to say. About context. Tomorrow an off week. <laughs> Tomorrow's an off week. Thanks for the follow, Ego Brain. You guys are awesome. Thanks for everyone hopping in and giving us follows. Um, yeah. I oh, watched. Yeah. So is our following going to be the uh, Biddy Bunch, like the Brady Bunch, but for the Biddy Bunch? Sure. Just in case you guys leave before we quit, we actually do this every week, uh, same time Wednesday, uh, ten thirty Central Time. So uh, every week's a different topic. So come join us, and we interact with chat like this every week. So come hang out. Oh, yeah. So the the nerdy bits following is called the Bits Brigade because it sounds like the Bitch Brigade. <laughs> uh, there's actually uh, a uh, traveling rock band called Bit Brigade that yeah. I uh, said Bits that Brigade. performs um, video game soundtracks live on stage. That's awesome. It's very good. Right. It's very good. Yeah, Tech, I invited you to Blueberry Hill where they played Mega Man and played the music live. Oh man, I should have went. You didn't. You didn't explain to me, right? I did. I showed you a video. <laughs> <laughs> Should have gone. He didn't explain it to me. Right? It sounds like that night we were the bitch brigade. But anyway, <laughs> no, that sounds pretty cool. The first, like, as soon as you said it just now, I was like, I'd love to go to that. And then you just told me that you told me about it. Nah, straight up bitch brigades. Straight up bitch brigades going out to the Grove with Ryan and not being able to find a parking spot and being like, let's just go home. <laughs> let's get beer, go home and play video games. It's not like, let's just go home. Happen. I'm not mad at that. that. Yo, I've turned up. I've like stopped, had a whole mission. And parking was so bad, I said, I don't care that much. <laughs> like, I just don't care. Like, so I'm not mad at that at all. <laughs> like, fuck that. <laughs> it was it was funny. It was very funny. Um, okay, so I've been... Uh, I watched the first episode of the Altered Carbon Season 2 yesterday. So, uh, uh, so, did I. so did I. I liked it a lot. It's pretty interesting. Um, it's very... Yeah, it's interesting. I love... Mm-hmm. I love Anthony Mackie getting more gigs, and more gigs as a leading man. He's even cooler. Um, but I what I didn't like was how many times that camera fucking cut in that fight scene. That was not a good fight scene. I'm sorry. It was not. Yeah, it did cut a lot. It did cut it a lot. It was uh, fucking noxious. Apparently there's one later that's remarkable. You know, every episode's probably directed by somebody different. Yeah, sure. But that was not good. I was Yo, really if you, if you don't know what Every Favorite Painting is, it's a YouTube channel that hasn't put anything out for a while because he got a gig doing something because of the videos he made. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has some foundational videos. One of them, I think, altered the the musical landscape of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, because they criticized them for not having any singable tunes, and now they have. Now we can all hum the Avengers song. Um, but then he has one on Jackie Chan and shooting action right, and I can't watch action without criticizing it now. Uh, yeah. And it's and it's not just like a, a director does it right, a director does it wrong. It's like Western directors fuck it up, <laughs> and Chinese directors have gotten it right for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, and watching a Jackie Chan movie and the fight scenes and how they're filmed, not just choreographed, filmed, yeah. um, makes a huge difference. Um, which is why I'm super excited for Shang Chi in the Marvel Universe because it's a Chinese directed, Chinese starring kung fu movie in the Marvel Universe, and it's yeah. gonna fucking slap. Um, but anyway, um, and punch. It's going to slap and punch. I'm a dad, so my humor sucks. Um, <laughs> watched Altered Carbon. Um, and liked it. Uh, <laughs> listen, I'm not, I'm a boring motherfucker this week. That's really we know. all I've done that's new. Um, shout out to dads in the chat. All right. Uh, ben, do you have a Smurf fact for us? Yeah, I do, actually. 
All right. So at the end of the show, right before we say goodbye to everybody, hashtag Team Dad Jokes, we give you a fun fact to take home and chew on a little bit. Um, we call it our Smurf fact because it was originally created by our old friend Smurf. Uh, he's been busy with co- coaching kids sports and things recently, so he hasn't been able to provide them himself. But Ben is adept at Google Foo and finds good Smurf facts. So we play this little ditty that introduces Smurf facts. Smurf facts. Oh, yeah. That nobody that I'm in the podcast with can hear, but y'all can hear. I was about to say. I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) I need to figure out a way to get that to feed through my microphone. (laughs) You should have fucked with tech, dude. Tech was just waiting. He's like, okay. (laughs) You didn't hear that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He was like, what is going on? (laughs) When astronauts return from spacewalks and remove their helmets, they are welcomed back with a peculiar smell. An odor that is distinct and weird, something astronauts have described as seared steak and also hot metal and also welding fumes. Yeah, it's so, the smell of space. So space apparently space, uh, space smells like steak and seared metal. Seared steak and metal, hot metal. <laughs> right. seared, anyway, yeah. Pan-seared metal. Pan-seared pan. pan. Uh, one, one spacewalker also said it smells a little bit like gunpowder. So space has a smell. How about that? Text like, we've never been to space. How would we know? <laughs> I should make that a full episode of our podcast where we just argue about the moon landing. I'm not a, I'm, uh, I'm not a, uh, studied enough to argue about that. So it'd be a bunch of morons hey. talking about shit they found on Google. Speaking also, of, speaking of, oh, go ahead. As you say, speaking of astronauts, the Please. longest, the longest um, time in space at once was 437 days before somebody Whoa. returned home. How did they not die? How do you wash your probably, clothes? They are probably very weak. How do you wash your clothes? <laughs> don't you ask? You That's close? a lot of clothes, dude. <laughs> you guys hear about that uh, asteroid? I, hear about what? Asteroid, one of the biggest asteroids going to pass us. Nice. Like NASA, like yeah, like NASA put it out a couple days ago. Like, uh, it's supposedly going to miss us, but this is one of the biggest ones in a long nice. time. I was going to say, there hasn't been any, like, high alert about this asteroid, so hopefully it misses us. Like, <laughs> yo, yeah, it's supposedly it's going to miss. Oh, yeah, asteroid yeah, almost. Like a 90 know, degree, just like. Just to you know, Ryan, even if there was one going to hit us, we wouldn't fucking know about it. It's true. Yeah, next they month. Yeah, you. you think they'd tell us? No. No, they wouldn't tell Not us. Not if it was going to do catastrophic damage. Fuck no, they wouldn't. But we got to get Ben Affleck out there and yeah. Liv Tyler. Bruce oh, shit. Bruce I was talking about this with Ben the other day. Um, we... I listened to a podcast that talked about this. We wouldn't fly someone. We wouldn't fly a thing into it to blow it up. We would fly rockets out to it to match its speed, push it, and then attach to it, and then just push it off trajectory. Yeah, like it's something we've tested before, which is fucking. We've, we well, Japan landed uh, a rover on an asteroid and took pictures. Yeah, and so it's eerie as fuck. It's, it's capable. We can do it. I mean, if you believe that tech, so I guess. Technology or th- oh oh I get it. Um, <laughs> uh, last fun fact. Last fun fact because things smelling like things reminded me. Apparently cyanide smells like peanuts. Cool. Think about how the fuck we figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> quick, tell us. Quick, tell us what this. <laughs> Hurry up, Jim. <laughs> and what's funny is he was probably saying penis, but he passed out. <laughs> penis. And they're like, "Did you say penis or peanuts?" And they were like. Let's... He said peanuts. It's peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) 
Did he say penis? Uh, no. uh, last thing. Uh, are we going to play Titanfall after this? Oh, yeah. We will be playing something after this. Uh, like Titanfall? I mean, I'll play Titanfall. Does everybody have Titanfall installed? Nope. Ryan, what the fuck? You're a bad person. I, re- I haven't played any of the Titanfalls, so. Titanfall 2 is like five bucks. Man, it's, it's twitchy, man. I think you'd love it. It's pretty yeah, fun. Yeah. Am I an addict or? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> it's fast. It's a fast. It's so in, twitchy, bro. It's, it's a fast 60 frames uh, reaction based shooter. So, yeah. It's very yeah. Quick. Yep. Um, so every every mode the, feels like hardcore. Yes. It's true. It's true. Um, yep. So, in wrapping up for everybody. Um, we will be getting on streaming after this. Um, I'm probably gonna. We're probably gonna be playing Titanfall. It sounds like since three of us have it. Ryan, install it. It'll be on. It'll be ready in a couple minutes. It's only like ten gigs. It's not at sixty. Ha! <laughs> Jokes on you. Um, <clears throat> over the next month, we uh, we reached out on Facebook and had some people uh, give us feedback for questions and topics they wanted to see on the show. So over the next month, I planned. Uh, I didn't tell anybody because I'm I'm a great person. Um, planned out three episodes uh, in a 101 series. One of the responses we got was people wanting like tips for how we play first-person shooters and other games like that. So we're going to do an episode dedicated to FPS. We're going to do an episode the next week dedicated to Battle Royale, which I think everyone here has specific strategies for it. Most of them good, one of them bad. Um, and then we have, uh, I pointed to Ben in the cameras on my screen. Oh, I was going to say, I thought that should be more for Ben. It looked like you were pointing to, to Sergeant. And I was like, oh, that no, definitely needs to be more for Ben. Not bad. <laughs> the, the right trigger, the right trigger shoots. No, you're not bad. He's not bad. He's just <laughs> no, not. Right. We gave him some shit once. We gave him some shit once. Um, and then the third episode will be PVE stuff. So people that play Destiny, people that play... Um, well, fuck, like Destiny is the number one thing that comes to mind. But uh, games like that where you're working cooperatively uh, and we're focused on team builds and stuff like that. Uh, and then after that, we have a fun episode with me and Ben's cousin who has built sets on Stranger Things for the last couple of years um, and who was an extra in Walking Dead and uh, the last Hunger Games movie to talk about some behind-the-scenes shit from movies because we're a nerd podcast above all. We talk about games mostly, but we also love movies and comics and tv so we figured we should get some people on to talk about stuff like that that we like that'd be fun so hang out with us for the next month we've got some really cool stuff planned and then that it'll be april and we'll all have final fantasy to talk about and gears tactics to talk about and we'll start it all over (laughs) tech frowned twice well tech you'll get something cool this month too i'm sure of it i'm sure of it um but if you want to follow the podcast uh or the blog nerdy bits that the podcast is on you can go to nerdybits.com all of our social media is there you can find links to all the podcasts all the different services there if you want to follow me specifically it's uh at lubwub everywhere it's important instagram twitter xbox playstation send me an invite we will play games eventually i like hanging out with with uh, new people so we'll do it um ryan where can people find you and uh what's your stream schedule uh, Sergeant Sodium on Mixer, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and on Xbox. Uh, my, str- my stream schedule is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time till I decide to go to sleep. So, uh, Ben, where can people find you? SketchSawyer.com or everywhere at SketchSawyer. Dope, dope. 
And uh, Tech, where can people find you? And since we have some new people in the chat this week, what uh, project did you put out you want people to know about? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a music producer, uh, hip-hop EDM. I just released a project called The Grooveland EP, episode, uh, Volume 2. It's on all streaming services. Anywhere that music is streamed, just type in Tech Supreme, and you'll find me. That's yeah, where I'm Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. All right. Um, so that's going to do it for us this week for the podcast. Again, if you want to hang out while, with us while we play games, uh, we'll be back online doing some gaming in about 10 minutes. Um, just telling the guys in the chat right now, I'm going to kill the call right after this because if I move to the other overlay, it makes a bunch of shit choke up. So uh, I'll catch you guys online in a little bit. But thank you for listening. Thank you for the raid. Yeah, um, I can't guys. remember who the, who the person was who brought the raid. Let me scroll up. Because um, I'm a bad person and I forget these things. Uh, video game bang. Yeah. Video game bang. Yeah. Thanks for that raid. Thank you, uh, Ego Brain and Unloved Homie and uh, Pratt, Pratt, Pratt Pratt for hanging out and giving us follows and being active in the chat. That shit's dope. Yep. Um, we'll be it. back live next week, Wednesday at 10:30. The podcast goes up. If you didn't catch all of it, you can listen to it on Fridays when we post it on. Uh, all the all the podcast services you'll be able to find anywhere. Um, but thanks for hanging out. Like I said, we'll be back, and well, yeah, I don't know. Catch you next week. What's the? What do we have a? We should have a, we should have a, a closing line. A sign off. We said catch yeah. you on the flippity flip for a while. Catch you on the flippity flip. We did. I forgot. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Peace. Toodles.